Welcome to Bottled Soccer Talk once again. This is uh, bottle number 24 in honor of our guy Kobe Bryant. Yes, sir. <laughs> I don't hate that, but uh, not because of Kobe, but just everything has to tie down to Kobe, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's on the, the 24th. No, <laughs> the 24th that would have been be. perfect. In that case, I really thought if that were to happen, episode 24 on the 24th, I would have thought Kobe was present with us at the moment. But Yeah. But he's not, unfortunately. Right. Uh, again, we're starting off in a somber tone. Let, let's let's change this up, man. I don't want this to become a weekly thing. Right. Uh, a lot of football. Tons, yeah. A lot of football. Um, where where do we even begin? Uh, I guess the same as usual, right? Yeah. Premier League. No need to. Uh, no need to change it. So, yeah, Premier League last week. Mm, I'm trying to think of like any. Post Thanksgiving upsets, really? I don't can't really think of any. No, nothing, nothing too dire uh, that I can remember, at least. All right, so we'll, we'll run through the scores and then give our input as we usually do. Uh, first game up was Crystal Palace versus Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Two to zero, Newcastle. Yeah, good win for them, I suppose. Uh, they're. Pretty pretty uh, far away from the relegation zone. Then I, I thought they'd be cl- a lot closer, but they somehow finagled their way into fourteen points. Uh, Newcastle, you're yeah. referring to? Yeah, yeah, they're they're really, mm-hmm. they're a good team. Um, I mean, not not you know historically, but I think they're good enough to stay for a while. Um, Stu, get this, they're closer to the top of the league than they are into relegation zone. Yeah, that's a that's an improvement, and Steve Bruce is surprisingly done uh, a decent job with him. Steve Bruce is the kind of guy you hire when you're relegation bound and you just need somebody to salvage points to stay up. Um, you know, uh, those like managers like Alan Pardew and, and a few others that come to mind. He's that guy, but he's shown to um, to actually, you know, kind of uh, throw this, hurl this team forward post Rafa Benitez, who for, for me, Rafa Benitez was the best manager Newcastle had and have had in, in all my footballing memory. And they, they cocked it. Um, you know, they were at the verge of getting bought out by uh, a rich ownership. It didn't happen. And now they're, they're stuck with Steve Bruce. But he's doing a pretty amazing job considering what he has. I will say, though, Almiron and St. Maximin are probably the most talented players Newcastle have had in, in that same time span as well, as I, as I referred to. So I think it's no surprise for me. And, and I, I had them relatively around this area. But they're actually overperforming up until now and i think that's uh, that sets a good precedent for them going forward yeah they did score the goals in the last minutes of the game so mm-hmm. it was 0-0 zero, zero for most of the match but here's another bit of trivia um after 10 weeks of games played who would you think has more losses zinedine zidane or steve bruce you would you would figure steve bruce right yeah but uh well, I guess you have the magic answer. Yeah. Like, uh, no, it is Steve Bruce. I, I, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Zidane, Zidane has more losses this season than Steve Bruce. Mm. But that's including Champions League. So there's there's a bigger, I guess, uh, amount of games played. Right. Nevertheless, right. it's disheartening when, you know, you're one of the big, biggest club, if not the biggest club in, in the world. Right. Moving on from that, uh, Liverpool uh, visited Brighton. Mm-hmm. Brighton. Uh, Diego Jota just keeps scoring, man. I think yeah. that's five game, five goals in five games, or six and six, something like something that. Something like that. He's been for scoring in all tournaments too, not just one. It's it's respectable for but sure. I think he's 
every game that he's played for Liverpool, he scored in in the Prem, mm. which is a pretty good stat for him. Yeah, much better than he was achieving at Wolves. Um, but you know, this is a more high octane offense. So yeah, it's expected. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about the penalty that was given against Liverpool? Um, you know, honestly, I actually didn't see how it was drawn. I didn't watch this game. I didn't care to watch it. I thought Liverpool were going to run away uh, with it. So, truthfully, I, I have no opinion on it. I, I didn't watch it. Um, so, Andy Robertson gets a little late to the ball in yeah. the box. Kind of hits the, the defender in the foot. Yeah. As you can tell, the defender embellishes. Oh, okay. I don't know if... Like, a foul is a foul, right? Yeah. And I think we've talked about this, like, ad nauseum. Mm-hmm. But a foul is... A foul in the box, a penalty, is the most highest stakes foul you can call, right? Mm-hmm. It's circumstantial, too. Yeah. Um, um, you know. I mean, we'll talk about this in the Madrid game, but I, I feel like there's no room for... Uh, I don't know. There, there's no room for uh, interpretation. Because I, I think on most plays, that's not a foul, right? I don't know, man. I All I can say is I, I've seen a Liverpool be, you know, beneficiary, <laughs> beneficiaries of a lot I of guess. questionable penalties. So I, I, I didn't see it, so I can't really say. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't feel pity for them because, like I said, they've been benefactors in a lot of cases. And a lot of teams are both are getting... Uh, kind There's of strange just so many calls. more penalties in the last year than there have been, I think, in the last ten years. Mm-hmm. No, across all the leagues, across all of football. Yeah, it's it's just strange weird. for sure. It's, it's it's weird, um, but I guess that's what VAR is for, right? To yeah. even the playing field, so to speak. Uh, mm-hmm. And it wasn't the end of the game, so it's the highest of <laughs> consequences. Yeah, that's crazy. Honestly, I, I thought Liverpool were going to win this game. I, I saw. They went up 1-0 relatively early in the second half, and I'm like, duh, right? This, this is a good game. Mm-hmm. I mean, for them, this is a good game. They're going to win, you know? But, yeah, unfortunate. It happens. It happens to a lot of the uh, best clubs even. We've seen Madrid suffer from it week in, week out recently. We'll touch on that later. But um, uh, crucial drop points for, for Liverpool in the grand scheme, um, regardless of... They could have stayed in first, or officiate. they could have gone to first. Gone to first, and then Spurs... Well, we'll talk about Spurs later and, and some of the other clubs who were in contention for that uh, first spot. But, yeah, uh, massive points. Uh, they really could have used those three. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, Liverpool, they're still up there, of course. But yeah, and it's in a way fixture, too. You know, can't be too mad with a point. But when it was that close, it's tough. tough yeah, pillar of course. And it's crazy how they're staying up because it feels like every game Liverpool is losing a man. They're just having like yeah. this crazy injury bug, and yeah, they kind of feel bad for them. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm certainly. I've been. Uh, I've seen my team go through it, but not not to this degree. I don't think anybody's going through it to this degree. Yeah. No. Maybe maybe Madrid in a way, but Liverpool's all their players. Yeah. Either that or COVID. It's it's just it's happened all at the same time. Yeah. I think it happens to teams more often than we think. It's just spaced out. Now it's um it's happened all in a matter of a month or so, a month yeah. and a half. And there some of the injuries have been crucial, season ending, others not so much. So Allison just just pulled his hammy recently, so he's gonna be out for maybe a few weeks. And some of them are minor injuries is my point. So it's yeah. not too bad, but mm-hmm. they still have a really good lineup. I, I think they'll they'll manage to pull a lot of good results no matter yeah, what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they'll yeah. figure it out. They they still have a pretty quality team. Yeah. 
Uh, moving on, uh, City versus Burnley. You know, these are the matches that you hate, right? Yeah, I normally <laughs> hate them, yes. Um, you know, it's... But, you know, City, the, the key for City, and I say it's from experience, is for them to score first. If they don't score first, or if they don't score, you know, at any point during the game, just per se, to get the, the, the lead, it's always going to be an uphill battle with the way teams set up against them. But they were able to pick up a goal in the first six minutes via Mares, who really had his shooting boots on uh, that day. And uh, a standard 5 five nil routing, uh, three consecutive now, or four, I believe. Um, against Burnley? Yeah, against Burnley. It's it's a bit strange, really, the way Clients. that's happening. But, um, yeah, man, a solid result. I'm not, like, as a City fan, I'm happy with it because it, it means good things, but I'm not I'm not going to be bamboozled by this result. I need to see this kind of execution against opposition of higher level because you should be beating Burnley. I'm glad it wasn't a case where we were just beating Burnley by a goal and then, you know, something unfortunate like what happened to Liverpool can happen. No, I'm glad that we really took it to them and, you know, scored... Uh, a variety of different goals and could have been even eight goals at some points with the with the chances that were being created so yeah uh you know hats off to the boys and um standard really from them now going forward for city because even leading up to this and including the champions league they've been kind of struggling to score a bit yeah so for city in your opinion you being a fan and you watching all of their movement closely What's what's their, I guess, what's the key factor in order for them to produce this kind of result? We can, because they have the ability. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's weird. Uh, City's one of those teams where if they're not scoring a whole lot, like three, four goals, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, they had an off day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Regardless of opposition, because even against top opposition, they can bomb four goals, you know? Right. So for City to, to actually perform to that level to their best to Pep's best mm-hmm. what what do you think is is the is a key the main thing is uh, finishing has to be much better much more clinical mm-hmm. but that's my point and like I say once they score first that's the key because once you score first you take the opposition out of their game of mm-hmm. defending the the score line and that's that's the way that teams have beaten us in the past uh, year you could say uh, some of the worst results that we've had have been due to that my my question with City is never a question of lack of chances. It's a lack of finishing chances, and and the issue is finishing them early to to set the you know the path for the whole game, and that's what I love about playing clubs like Liverpool. You know they're actually a headache. They beat us sometimes, you know, and and it's a great matchup, but it's not. We don't have that mentality with Liverpool. It's it's different. You're cautious, respectful, but you go for the kill, and knowing that they're also going for the kill. So it's end to end football. It's beautiful. I love it. Even though it makes my heart race, but. Um, in, in games like these and, and the way teams line up against us, the key is scoring first. Scoring first, and then from there, everything will come easy. That's why, if you notice, a City will draw or lose, and if they're not drawing or losing, they're winning by at least 3-0 sometimes, or more, 4-0, 5-0. And that's just because we score first and we get lucky. Um, in this case, Mars was able to get into a, a deep spot in the box and yeah. just have a really nice finish with tidy feet. Mm-hmm. If that doesn't happen, I mean... We can be talking about a different scoreline, but it's relative. Some days the ball's just not going to go in the back of the net. That's it's football. Yeah, it's yeah. football. So, but I think the key is is scoring early and scoring with you know with a purpose. You know, creating those those, and that could be true for any team really. But for City, the way they play, mm-hmm. they don't sit back and counter. They got to score when when the chances are there. So I feel like City do should have that should have that change of tactic in their pocket though. Yeah. 
You know, it uh, sometimes nice. you can't fit uh, a square peg into a round hole. It's just not going to happen sometimes. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell really what, when they need to bring that side out of the one you're ref- referring to where they can be more versatile and maybe play a low block, which, by the way, I think they're they're capable of. I just don't think that that's who they are, right? And they, they and that's one thing about Pep. He's a bit stubborn in the way he always brings out teams, and he's been quoted saying, I'm never going to change the way I play. I'm never going to change the way I play. And if the the, the definition of insanity is, is, you know, trying the <laughs> same thing and, yeah. you know getting the same result and expecting something different so yeah i agree it's we do need to have that in our in our arsenal right yeah um yeah just just a switch of gameplay maybe even like a a rope dope sort of thing where you lull a team into thinking that's your plan and then changing it up out of nowhere yeah you know? i think liverpool do a great job of that by the way um, they that, can that kind of yeah, style they, they have shown that from time to time mm-hmm. um no another plus for you guys is for Torres. Yeah, he's been amazing so far. He just keeps scoring. He just finds he just knows how to get into into those spots, man. Yeah, he's he's a great player. Um, you know, my favorite thing about him outside of the finishing is the work ethic so far. When he's not on the score sheet or he's not on attack, he's pressing the ball with all his mm-hmm. might. Yeah. And man, that's just great to see because I know Pep is happy and that's what he expects from from his wingers, something that Leroy wasn't always uh, so devout on. So yeah, um, no, he's a he's a great signing, budget signing, um, and I think he's gonna have a a spot at City for a while if if he maintains yeah, this level. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you need those lifers, especially ones that you find young. Yes, sir. You know, it's funny that you you always talk about how people talk about net spend, but every time you bring up Torres, you talk mm-hmm. about how how cheap he was. Yeah, because it's. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, even beyond what City normally pay for players, I think even just worldwide if any team is paying 20 20 mil for that it's a steal and you could chalk that up to whatever reason maybe peter lim was being a dumbass and just wanted to to sell players quick 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 with covid going on and maybe this is a part of the quote-unquote covid special in which you're going to see certain players not only in this transfer window but the following coming up players are going to be going for a little bit less of what they normally would go for yeah, that's just no maybe. fans, man. Unless your name is Jaden Sancho. Yeah, and unless uh, you have Sheikh Mansour or uh, dude who owns Crazy PSG Apollo. or uh, yeah or um, Este or uh, Rub- uh, Ruben Abramovich from Chelsea, like fools oh, that have Roman, dummy yeah. money, they're Roman not gonna Roman. be tripping, you know. Um, but not everybody has that in their bag, unfortunately. Yeah, and uh, another plus, uh, Benjamin Mendy gets his first ever city goal. Yeah, first ever. That was it's surprising because. Uh, to be fair, he's been with us for a while, but he hasn't gotten as many matches due to poor health, bad luck. You could ca- call it what you want. Mm-hmm. But on his day, especially when he was healthy before the ACL tear, he was a really top uh, wing back in the world. And now he's kind of a, sh- a shell of what he used to be, but it was nice to see. And, and the cross that finds him via De Bruyne was just uh, put yeah. on a platter. You know, it was, mm-hmm. if he cocks that up, that's on him. But yeah, yeah uh, you know, by the way, De Bruyne just, you know, I think he had like two assists or something. The guy is just... I know he's not always lighting up the score sheet and stuff, but I think he's just routinely making the team tick, and I feel like sometimes it does get understated because we're so used to that level from him. He's in, he's the engine, for sure. Yeah, for sure, yeah. You and need I, him to be doing well if you want your attack to be okay. Right, and Foden, I have to add as well, has been amazing so far, and, and we'll touch on him a little bit later because uh, Pep was quoted saying a few things about him after the portal match, but... Yeah, man. All in all, for City, I think um, this was a massive week because they got three points while uh, certain teams got a point or no points. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, 
you know, massive boost for them. Still a lot of season to Still go. Still got a game in hand. Yeah, and we got a game in hand. So, yeah, man, it's a good result for them, and I'm pretty pretty happy, but not fully satisfied until I could see a yeah. string of these kind of results. Yeah, you, know? yeah, yeah. you want to see a team of your quality pull this off for two mm-hmm. or three months. Certainly, certainly, yeah. yeah it's going to be gonna interesting. Perfect, but yeah. I can't wait till we play another big club because I think that's going to be the first time Pep is going to maybe or hopefully bring that kind of style that you're referring to where he can be more versatile, more low block and encounter and just switching, mm-hmm. you know. Um, which, by the way, I, like I said, I think we have the players to do that. Ruben mm-hmm. Diaz and, and you know, Laporte, they're, they can be as disciplined as, as any center back in the league if they're under those circumstances. Yeah, well, Laporte is a top flight yeah defender yeah. just not to Deschamps no no Deschamps is a twat man fuck that guy <laughs> yeah, anyways uh, uh, well you're you know you're getting your wish next sat- the Saturday after next mm-hmm. against United mm. no but I said big teams uh-huh. ah well, just kidding man no no they're a good team <laughs> alright so moving on Everton versus Leeds man uh, so Everton was snake oil yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, uh, I don't they know. lose one to zero to Leeds. Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. Um, I'm trying to remember if I saw this one. I don't. Did I watch this one? I don't. I don't, I don't believe know. the you long did. weekend was weird. Oh, it was, yeah. man. It's because only so much you could watch, man. Yeah, that too. Yeah, but uh, I thought I figured you would have watched the the following game: West Brom and Sheffield. That must have been a a belter. Yeah, well, we'll get into that. I have a full report written up. I actually posted it on my uh, personal blog. Two two thousand words? Word. Something like that. Fucking there hell. you go. Sheesh. Yeah, right. Ah. But anyway, going back to Everton-Leeds. Um, Leeds, man. Wins 1-0. I did watch this game, actually. I, I, did, I did watch this. Um, or part of it. Fuck. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> anyway, uh, Leeds doing their thing, man. Against Everton, Everton uh, had us. They were tricking us. They've dropped four games, is it now? Out of the last six, drew once and won once. I don't even know. Yeah, out of the last five games, they've lost four, and I think they drew the the sixth game. So out of a possible. What's three times six? 18 points. They've only gotten four. Sheesh. That's not good if you want to be a title contender as they look like this the in the beginning of the season. Yeah, they're not that, man. They're not that anymore. And maybe that's, that's all good, man, because I don't know if they were necessarily title favorites. You know, they they, they no. just They just surprised us in the first weeks. That was it, I think. I, like, I didn't look at their team before the season started and, like, oh, yeah, their shoe wins. So they're going to live up to what I think they were going to end up. But these first six weeks bamboozled us into thinking, or four weeks, that that they might be a factor. And, nah, man. You know, there's a point where you can be a title contender and then there's there's a point where you could just be just outside the pack. And I think that's where, where they are. they're going to end up. Mid-table? Yeah. Mid-table. Like always? Yeah, like maybe a cheeky Europa if they're lucky. If they you think play. if they're able to get a hold of Isco, things will turn around? Nah, man. I think Isco is the type of player that will play massively at a club that's already up and running. And uh, maybe a club like Manchester. Which one? Um, well, there's only one in Champs. Well, soon to be at least. 
we'll talk about that later. But, uh, <laughs> nah, nah, I'm clowning, man. I, I would like them at City, but I've it's kind of late now. I've been wanting them at City for four Maybe years. Maybe like three or four years ago. Yeah. I don't know, man. Hmm. But, I mean, I don't, I don't think they're a player like that away from becoming serious. I think it's more about just filling the gaps. The stars, I, I don't think that's going to solve it for them. I think it's it's like a defensive prowess, maybe, you know, getting a proper center back in there. Uh, Yerimina can't do it on his own, clearly. Has he been playing? I don't, I'm not even I'm not even I don't think he's been playing. Sure. Oh, he has yeah, I think he was injured, no, or something like that? Something like that. I, I just know it's keen. And then, yeah, then you draw a blank. That's my point. Yeah. I think that's where they need to strengthen. Yeah. Um, I don't think they need a superstar like Isco, really. I would like to, to see them go after, like, a Yupa Meccano or Kunde, Pau Torres. We'll see. Yeah, Yerimina is on the bench. So, must be some kind of discipline issues or something. Yeah. Uh, moving on. As you came up with, uh, West Brom versus Sheffield United. West Brom wins. They score in the 13th, and then nothing else happens as far as the score goes. And Sheffield are dead last with one point out of a possible 30. Yeah. But I thought Chris Wilder so against uh, five men. Maybe they could use a, a, a fourth or fifth sub, huh? And they could the use 13 playing. players on the field, and they still wouldn't do shit. Whoa. You know what's funny about that argument is, uh, you know, five subs benefits the big teams, but three subs benefits the smaller teams because it starts to even the playing field. Mm-hmm. When you talk about, you know, th- and these guys are on complete opposite ends of the spectrum. Sheffield United, I think for the most part, has all their players. Mm-hmm. Whereas Liverpool, you know, so so maybe there's a bit of that, like, hypocrisy where, mm-hmm. you know, you, you want everything for your team and then the bigger teams are down to your level. And then you start complaining about Curtis Jones starting, mm-hmm. you know, or being a sub or something who's mm-hmm. not quite a fully realized player. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Curtis Jones has been getting hyped a lot too lately. I'm just like... I don't uh, know. You hate that, huh? Well, I mean, I it's not <laughs> he's even a good about player, Liverpool. but he's not. Yeah. Like starting Liverpool level. I don't think he's. Yeah, I just don't think he's that great. I don't know if you remember when they had this cat named Solanke, uh, hmm. light skinned dude. I think it was like last year or the year before, and he's playing at like Bournemouth now or something, trash club, and he's not that great. I think Curtis Jones is like cut from the same cloth. Or do you remember Jordan Ibe, another guy? Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. players like that, like they're just getting hyped because they came Nathaniel out of the Klein. academy. Yeah, but they're not that great. There's differences. There's differences. There's players like Greenwood. You see him come out of the academy. You're like, fuck, the kid can play. That's I don't see Curtis Jones on that level. Yeah, Greenwood. But, yeah, you're different gravy. Yeah, you're exactly. Yeah, but um, anyways, enough on, on uh, on that. I guess we we should get into the meat of the next match, huh? Pretty yeah, good. Yeah, Southampton hosting Manchester United, as they say, and it's one of those quotes that kind of make me cringe a little bit. I hate hearing this, mm-hmm. but it really is a game of two halves. Yeah. United started off pretty good. They were attacking well. Um, they had a few good counters. Greenwood missed. Um, I don't want to say it was a sitter, but he, he was able to get around the goalie, and the angle was a little too too acute. Misses the shot, but then Southampton kind of pours it on. And uh, they were able to get two goals. Uh, like around the 30 minute or so. Yeah. And James Ward-Prowse, man. They're player of the season, in my opinion. Oh, wait, you said uh, your player of the season? 
No, there. Oh, there, there. Oh, yeah. Southampton's yeah. player of the season. Yeah, so yeah, far. yeah. You can make a case so far, but you know, a lot of seasons ago. But he's been for sure mm-hmm. the revelation yeah, of this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, certainly. We're a quarter of the way through, I think, officially. Nice, nice. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could definitely make a case. He's he's been uh, very. You know, is he one of the best free kick takers of the league? Um, he's up there for sure. There's this other cat, um, Harry Wilson. I think he plays at Leicester. He's pretty good. But no, this guy's really good too. Um, you know, De Bruyne's obviously up there. Although, like, Bruno. yeah, even Gundogan is low key sneaky good at, at free kicks. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, but yeah, he's up there for sure. And like you said, I wonder who's gonna go in for him when the time comes. My mm-hmm. guess is Liverpool, but uh, he would Someone be a nice is, like right? Henderson replacement once Henderson is out. I think. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, let me let me actually ring Klopp really quick. Oh, fucking yeah, Jurgen. <laughs> nah, fuck Liverpool. Man. Jurgen. Jurgen. Uh, what else is there to make out of that game? Oh, yeah. Whoever had Cavani on their fantasy team pretty mm-hmm. much reaped all the benefits from that, right? Yeah, man. Com- I went at the half and. Uh, I wouldn't have, yeah. You wouldn't what? Well, in my case, I wouldn't have bought him. Like, uh. I mean, myself, but like. Just off this performance today, yeah, he's he looks great. But I don't know if like going forward he's gonna score so much. M- maybe I might be wrong, but I'm yeah. Not. But he came in giving assist to uh, Bruno, which was like a pinpoint. It wasn't one of those like passes that Bruno happened to do something with. No, right. it was uh, he gave it right to Bruno in the right area, and Bruno turned around, shot it, scored, and then uh, two two uh, little flicks. I don't mm-hmm. even know if you want to call them like dead on headers, but they were just like changes of direction. Yeah, those those are always nice to watch, though. Yeah. There's like a nice technique to it. And uh, well, yeah, he's got a. I think it was Bruno that actually took a shot. It bounced off of one of the defenders, and or it was like a bad shot, and then Bruno um, Cavani was there to clean it up and mm-hmm. head it in. Yeah, and then a flick from a from a set piece. Um. Yeah, three goals so far in the league. Yeah. Is that as many as Werner? Pretty mm, sure. Well, in the league, possibly. Uh, yeah. All like in all comps, no. But in the league, maybe could be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, no. It's a you know good performance from him. Kind of surprising, but he's just he, got a nose for goal. He's like he's like your pure striker. He's he just moves well in in uh, attacking areas, and he's always looking for for the ball in those dangerous spots. So he's gonna get those kind of goals pretty often. Yeah, I agree, and yeah, he's a he's also like a a threat on set pieces, which like maybe you didn't have so much of before. Mm-hmm. Now you do. I think Zlatan was like the closest I've seen to him in terms of being able to finish those that that uh, United have had recently. Yeah, oh, recently. for sure. Yeah, yeah, for in, sure. In recent memory, Lukaku too, I guess, but mm. he's he more. Doesn't really have he doesn't really have that kind of instinct. Yeah, that's what I, I was think. gonna say. He has more. He, his game is more refined. <laughs> I'm talking about Cavani. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, Compared yeah. to Lukaku, well, yeah. Lukaku is, is still the better striker right now, if we're honest. But I know you might not agree with that. But mm. uh, that's neither here nor there. Um, it's got but, different qualities for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, good. You know, I think this is a nice result for United. Um, there are uh, ten away games won in a row, mm-hmm. yeah, which is pretty a pretty good. interesting record. Yeah, considering how shite they've been. They're here. They're hot and cold. You know, that's what I'm saying. At home, like, anyway. You know, in, in this case, like, it's a good win, but, you know, it's still not, like, reassuring as a United fan, I'd imagine, because, mm-hmm. you know, it was a lot closer than you might like it to be. 
However, Southampton's a good team, but you know, for a good part of the match, they were down, and um, yeah, there's maybe a few improvements they can make defensively, but I don't even know what's what's the proper cure for them, man. It's, it's probably Oli, you know, needs to dip, but you know, that's a good result. This for saves now. his job. Yeah, these results like they lull you into thinking that things are okay, and like like how you feel about the City win over Burnley, mm-hmm. which it's a good result. You get all three points. You get you beat a team that I guess you're supposed to. Right. I think City more than than United because Southampton's no. So Southampton's sixth a decent place. Team. Yeah, they're seventeen points. They're not doing too bad. But United on paper should be beating should be beating them. Uh, so kind of gives you a false sense of security. Yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on from that, uh, that was Sunday. Uh, Chelsea hosts Tottenham, the London Derby. Yes, sir. I think this was our match of the week. Yeah, and uh, it was the most shite match of the week. I think so. In my opinion, but um, I think it's interesting to see the, the tactics how how they're put into place and. I mean that's that's one thing, yeah. But it's nice to see tactics that are proactive and and are at risk a lot more. I just it was a very cautious result from both teams, and it ended up being goose eggs. And you know, I mean, goals aren't everything, but I think that's that's when soccer is at, is at its most beautiful uh, state. And, and it was more of a case of uh, you know who was gonna get caught out. And I think that my favorite part or the funniest part to me was uh, Mourinho's post game quote, where he's like. We were just waiting for them to risk it, you know? And it's like, bro, why don't you risk it yourself and go try to get the result? But I guess everybody has their own style. And, um, you know, uh, Tottenham, only one shot on target the whole game, five total. Um, you know, Chelsea tripled their shots on target by getting three and 13 in total. 60% possession in Chelsea's favor. Um, I think this is a massive result for Chelsea and uh, an exposing result for Tottenham because... I just don't think they're that they're that great, man. They they are very a very good counter attacking team when allowed to counter, and I thought it was brilliant the way um Frank Lampard set his men up in in the four three three, um where you know both not only the back line but the you know the the middle three also caressing in and, and playing a tough defensive match, um which is the only way to beat Tottenham the way they set up. They're not gonna go to you and they proved it. So yeah, um I think it was boring football though for me. Mm. It's tough when when both with both when both sides are cramming the box, you know, it's doesn't make for a fun watch. But uh yeah, everybody has their own uh, taste, I guess. Yeah, I think well, you know, in the uh I was saying that Chelsea they don't they they beat these smaller teams or these weaker teams mm-hmm. or these lower table teams pretty easily. They're, they're pretty good at bullying those teams. But when it comes to a bigger team, and uh, so far I think it's only been United and Tottenham. I'm going like, to look back real quick just to make sure that that's accurate. Tottenham, Newcastle, they beat them. Yeah, they, they've only played... Uh, oh, and they played um, Liverpool. So they lost against Liverpool. And against United and, and Tottenham, they haven't done anything. But against everybody else, they're scoring a ton of goals and, mm-hmm. and having their way. They're picking their battles the way and, that, that, that Tottenham do. And even then, uh, against Southampton, mm-hmm. they they drew. Mm-hmm. 
Southampton top half team. So they've had a relatively easy schedule, and they've they haven't been able to have their way like they think they could against the bigger teams. Mm-hmm. Having said that, in the in the interest of being fair, they also haven't lost. Yeah. Other than Liverpool, of course. Mm-hmm. They've dropped points, obviously, but they they haven't lost. Yeah. Uh, United or Tottenham, which I guess you can see as a plus. But mm-hmm. I would also be a little worried. Like they, they have to play a certain quality of opposition in order to, to get their three points. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a stylistic thing, and it's a, you know, it... I guess they're they're playing their style very similar to what uh, Tottenham do and play to what the their opponent is going to bring to the table, and you know um, when they're able to generate their their good team, they've had they have had they need a few open, injuries. They need open space. Yeah, they need a yeah. Of and, course, uh, Tottenham's not going to give you that. They're a little too uh, rigid, a little too disciplined in their in their structure. Mm-hmm. And they knew that going into this. I think the way they they played their game yeah. as well, they made it tough for Tottenham too. In the because Tottenham did have a few chances where they could have generated something, yeah. but they didn't really. They they were on Kane's ass yeah. pretty well. Uh, Son also wasn't really getting into open spaces freely, and mm-hmm. um, who's on the right? For for Chelsea? For Tottenham. Oh, for Tottenham. I guess Aurier wasn't able to make his runs like he likes to. Yeah, from the back, nah. Um, uh, another notable thing, Pulisic comes back. Yeah, I played a, you know, a little bit of the, 20 the minutes end or of so. the match. Yeah. yeah, I like his game. He he brings another angle to them, an angle they need to, to create goals going forward. But right now it's still... You know, it's still early, and he did pick up some minutes today, so we'll, we'll touch on that later. But, um, yeah, I think it's it's a reassuring sign that he's uh, able to get some minutes. I was just it. sitting there hoping that he didn't fucking go and pull his, his hamstring, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, no, Jesus, unfortunately, yeah. I mean, fortunately, I say it didn't happen, and hopefully it doesn't happen. Yeah, with his fake beard? Oh, man. Yeah, he's got a nice beard. It's full. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, like I said, man, uh, not a memorable match for me. It's not a match no, I'll remember. No. But, um, you know, good good point for both clubs, I guess. I know. guess, yeah. It's, it's I guess it's what they both, all they could ask for, really. Because mm-hmm. they both had decent chances. Yeah. Um, but anyway, moving on from that, another London club, Arsenal, plays against Wolves. Arsenal lost 2-1. Yeah, yeah. I mean, gotta wonder. Yeah, I just hate that Arteta is gonna be uh, carrying the brunt of the blame, and mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily him. I mean, his offense has let him down, I guess, but I don't know how much it's down to him or he's or giving, to, to the he's giving uh, uh, Obama Yang different roles every season or every game. Yeah, he's either pulling him a little deep, he's putting him to the right, he's putting him central. He didn't. Uh, he didn't start Lacazette, which is a fucking miracle. Lacazette <laughs> is trash. Shit, I wouldn't. After Giroud's recent performance in the champs, I, I'm kind of wondering, maybe they should have held on to him. Yeah. No, for sure, but it's hard to tell, man. It's really hard to tell. Lacazette was a really good striker in, in France. In France. And, and if anything, like top three for sure. Um, During his time there. Yeah, yeah, in Lyon. Then he went to, you know, Arsenal, and he had some bright moments here and there, but 
he's gonna need like he's gonna need a, a, a an offense to create create for him. I guess you could say, and he's not gonna take the game by the scruff of the neck and create his own goals or create goals for others. And it, with the minimal chances he gets, if he bottles one, it's gonna look really bad on him. And I think that's what's happening. I don't think he's terrible, but obviously he's not like he's not the solution to their problems up front. No, he's not. And Obama Yang doesn't have a shooting boots on yeah Obama Young has been underwhelming um it's nice to see Gabriel get a goal he's like probably their best player so far of the whole season I'd say uh, Gabriel uh, he's gotten like their man of the matches so far this season like every month for for Arsenal yeah. which is funny yeah but Bain has been playing okay but yeah yeah it's, it's just a tough it's a, it, they're in a tough situation lack of creativity they're, they're um, in the midfield yeah their defense has gotten a whole lot better it's a lot more structured but it's been at the sacrifice of the offense, and I feel like Arteta has been has been hoping that they'll kind of work into that leading into the the second quarter and then the second half of the season mm-hmm. that it'll just kind of come naturally, or maybe they'll add somebody in the offense, or or Martinelli's going to come back and and do wonders for them, and hopefully that happens. But at, at this point in time they're really worrying we were both high on them mm-hmm. starting the season because they ended off really well and in the off season they had a couple of good wins and stuff so yeah yeah it's a bit worrying for it's been sure. tough it's been tough for for arsenal and to be an arsenal fan um another thing in the game and it was you know it's kind of fucked up to see uh david luis and raul jimenez bump heads pretty nasty yeah uh, Raul Jimenez needed. He actually uh, suffered a, a skull fracture, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it was pretty bad. I, I think he was knocked unconscious. Yeah, he was unconscious. Well, he it. he he woke up by the time they were carrying him off the field, right? It didn't look like it. It, it looked like like he didn't really show any signs of of like uh, consciousness. Really, he was really? kind of just laying kind of limp in in the. In on the uh, what's they called uh, where they the stretcher the stretcher yeah, yeah I was forgetting um. Which was very worrying for me at the time. I was like, damn. And then I heard it like 10 minutes later, like, yeah, he's been rushed to the hospital. Thankfully, nothing serious so far. And, and even uh, Tata Martino has has come out and say that he, he was on a video call with him and that things are looking very well, that he should he should still be able to play very soon. Maybe not super soon, but like probably, I'd say maybe like a month or so if everything goes well. But that's, yeah. That's well, tough. I mean, skull injuries are tough, man. Because who's to say that, you know, something's not going to come up in the near future? And mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I would honestly, you know, keep him resting for a couple of months just to make sure that yeah. everything's okay. His, his, you know, yeah, I guess on the are, safe side, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, it's just fucked up to see. Even even David Luis needed to get wrapped up because he was, yeah he split his head open. Yeah. They shouldn't have let him play. Yeah, that was Truthfully, like... They, yeah, they, they should really have subbed him off. And I, I think it also brings in, into conversation that they need, uh, you know, head head injury subs. Yeah, that would be something positive, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, it's it's irresponsible. And I think Troy Deeney was like, well, it should be on, on the player to if he wants to continue. If he has the balls to continue, go on. What are you talking about? We're not talking about. It's like it's like the same thing with the boxer. You know, they're getting their ass whooped, and then the corner throws in the town, and the boxer gets mad. You know? Yeah, and yeah. Like they're looking out for your safety, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, David Luis shouldn't have been allowed to continue. 
it's it shouldn't be up to him. Yeah. Especially when the physios are saying that's not a good thing. Because mm-hmm. you have one guy that just got stretched off, broke his skull, got this guy's he's got his head bleeding. Get him off, man. Yeah, and they say like when after a head injury and you continue playing through it, it only worsens the yeah, of the CTE that's going to happen. Your brain post- is swollen at that yeah, point, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think even heading a, a ball that's coming in kind of hard. It's not good for your brain. No, no, not like no, nothing like that. No, no kind of contact with your head should really be, you know, uh, like what, like so it's not good for you at all. Like, yeah, basically, exactly. is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's, it's definitely not going to lead Shit, into. Now I'm thinking. thinking. I scored a lot of headers. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, <laughs> you got me worrying about CTE. Nah, man. not Aaron Hernandez it's, levels, but you know. Yeah. Well, see, that's that's even even worse. I'd say because they're just yeah, that's just oh, that's like head on head and oh, dudes yeah. that literally lift weights for a living, you know. But you know, uh, we hope he he comes back. Uh, yeah, I hope so, know, man. A, he's in, a great player. A he's great... always looking for a header too. So yeah, yeah, he's a he's one of he's an aerial duel, and uh, you know it sucks that that unfortunately he was on the wrong end of it. You know, just but, the way you can hear the clack. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was telling my friend. There's no audio right now, or there's no fans. So when you hear the audio, that's just clearly what you hear. It man. sounded like he was. Laid I can't out. even describe it. It's just you, it didn't sound good. It's cringy. Yeah. Like at at the yeah at the full definition of the word it was very cringe yeah um, moving on from that uh, again Leicester I mean uh, Arsenal loses two to one to Wolverhampton mm-hmm. uh, next game up was on Monday Leicester hosting Fulham mm-hmm. upset City yeah two yeah. to one Fulham man yeah they brought uh, it to uh, Leicester. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know. I didn't watch this one. <laughs> I didn't either. Um, but, you know, Fulham, they really needed this result because they haven't had the hottest start to the mm-hmm. season. But, you know, at and least they're out of the relegation zone. They're now. finally out of the relegation zone. Yeah, so good good on them. And Leicester, you know, this is an easy three points for them, and they bottled it. So no, Yeah, that's a bottle for sure. Yeah, and it's tough, man. Um, you know, I like Leicester, but it doesn't look like they're going to compete for anything serious this year. Leicester's last five games are a loss. A draw, a loss, and two wins. Mm-hmm. So it's a mixed bag, yeah. Out of out of a possible um, fifteen points, they're taking away seven. So that's that's not good. Not no, not at all. Uh, moving on from that, uh, West Ham hosting Villa. It's, it's like one of those matches where the way this season's gone, mm-hmm. it's pretty good. Traditionally, not, but. No, yeah, these are, I actually look forward to watching both of these teams. They're they've actually mm-hmm. been doing decent. They've been, doing, they've been overperforming, overachieving. Yeah. Even West Ham, like credit to them because I didn't think they were going to be this good this year. But look at the statistics, man. Ah, uh, West Ham doing West Ham things. Daryl Morey, huh? Well, you brought up the the shots with Tottenham and Chelsea, man. I know. It, I'm just saying, like if if we're going to glorify Tottenham. Go on, West Ham. What what a what a masterclass, right? <laughs> nah, I mean it's tough. It's tough on Alan Villa, man. They really deserved at least a point from this game, and there was a lot of uh, controversy with some of the calls being made. VAR got into it, and then also uh, you know Jack Grealish being called all types of names for for diving. Although yeah, it was a dive, but uh, you know you tend to get that, and he does get clobbered a lot throughout the match. Yeah. But, uh, I don't. I don't know if I've seen a player get fouled and kicked as much as he does, because there's a lot of kicks that he gets that aren't called as fouls. 
Neymar? Him and Neymar are up there. Uh, and then... Hazard? And then... Uh, yeah, Hazard too. Uh, and then there's the Raza? rest, which are... Who? Uh, Raza? Raza? Salah? Well, Salah, Salah embellishes him, huh? He does, but he does get kicked, but... Mane? Uh, not Mane, but... Okay, you you listed the top down. five. Yeah. Hazard, Grealish, <laughs> yeah, Neymar. Like those kind of players, yeah. Raza, and then, you know... And then the next players, are, it's like oh. way... I, can't, I forgot what I know you, you'll agree with this and Joao Felix he gets clobbered a lot because yeah, he, he does a lot of flicks and he pisses off players yeah, which, he's, he's kind of got that look that you want to kind of hit yeah, him too he's my favorite player pretty, at the moment boy. man well yeah. Grealish is another one too but yeah so anyway um, a belter. you know for him for him to sell one let him have it fuck it like yeah he earned it he, he kind <laughs> of earned it this motherfucker gets hit every every weekend 20-30 times so the one time that he he dives and sells it, whatever, let it go. It's not a big deal. Yeah. For him to catch a bunch of shit, he's like the most old school player in the prem right now. Yeah. Even complete with the low socks. Low socks, very low. Yeah. And Criminally every low. match they get lower and lower. Yeah. He's basically not even playing with shin pads. But um, he scored a banger, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to mention. Uh, just a nice goal. And then a lot of nice cameos in the game. Flicks, you know, turns, pullbacks. Man, mm-hmm. this, this guy has the whole arsenal. And it's like, I haven't really been that excited to watch a player in the Prem. Damn, is that a future destination for him? Did Henry just leak some information? Oh, man. I'd love, I'd love, some, of the, I'd love some of the rumors coming out about him right now. But it's still very premature. So I, I won't jinx it. Although I have entertained it in the in the past, like I think like a few weeks ago, but we'll see. Let's we're remain calm for now. But probably I don't think he fits in. Yeah, no, there there clearly have to be some exits for for this uh, move to fall through. Bernardo? No, mm, I don't know about Bernardo. Bernardo is our Swiss Army knife. He's so he good. occupies a lot of the same space. So so good, so so good. I think they can complement each other magnificently. And it's like it's almost like Jack Grealish is part Portuguese with the way he plays sometimes. Or he's very, he's very just panache, swaggy, panache. Man. swaggy. He's different gravy, <laughs> as a uh, you Herman with the say. slick back hair. You're Dif- different gravy. You're different gravy. Yeah. Um, a tough result for Villa. West Ham. Man, David Moyes. Getting results, man. Hey, man. Maybe maybe he should have just stayed at, at, at United. Maybe. Maybe he was the answer, you know? But, no, nah, he's a, yeah, good good. I result. love how they went straight to another Scottish manager as if that was the key for everything. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> well, West Ham not celebrating draws anymore. Yeah. All right. So, moving on, uh, we'll talk about this match week. Yeah. Um. Aston Villa versus Newcastle was postponed due to Newcastle's huge-ass COVID outbreak. We'll probably be postponing Newcastle games for the next two, three weeks or so. Yeah. Just due to that. Or they might they might move the games to the oppositions or a neutral uh, base is something they're... They're, um, they're considering that? Yeah. Which I think is good for Villa because they just played Monday. It's only three days rest. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been kind of grimy, huh? Yeah, it's a dirty schedule, whoever... To be fair, the top clubs do it all the time, so they should be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. He's being Uh, sarcastic. Ah. Burnley hosting Everton. What do you got? That's an interesting one. I have Everton, but fuck, man. It's like they're finding every possible way to lose games. (laughs) But I I think this is for them to win. Lewin with a brace? Uh, Maybe. 
I don't want to jinx it, man. He's, he, he did fuck all for me last weekend, so I don't know what to believe. So, okay, I'll take Everton. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I, I said I'll take Everton, too, yeah, okay. man, but I just don't know. I don't really don't know what to plead with Everton, but... Manchester City with another five goals? Nah, man, Fulham. Nah, dog, Fulham, bro. You, you saw they just beat... They just beat Everton. I mean, not Everton, sorry. They just beat... Uh, who did they just beat? We we're just talking about it. Uh, it's escaping my name, my my head right now. Uh, Fulham beat shit. Where am I? Oh, Leicester. They just beat Leicester. I was gonna say Chelsea. Mm. They just beat Leicester. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, nah, just kidding. Mm-hmm. This should be a easy money. Yeah, the, the, these are the games you love. Burnley, Fulham, Fulham. You guys love this. Yeah. So now you guys are gonna Never... go in. A, oh. Now you guys are you guys are finally a positive. On the goal differential, mm-hmm. you know this is where you stat pad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so we we've we love this. We've dropped six goals on Spurs and five goals on Liverpool. To be fair, in recent years, so why are we bringing a bullshit? Well, I mean, I'm just saying it. We all. What about this season though? No, this season it's been a tough season yeah, for been goals. A tough season just in general. Yeah, I don't think I don't even think Liverpool or Tottenham have scored five or six. So um, Tottenham you, have scored six against who? United. I don't huh? United. Oh, but that's not fair. That's a red card. I mean, nah, <laughs> that's not I don't, fair. That's football, man. Yeah, nah, nah. That's that's tough. I I, I don't really count those. Uh, well, they got six in, man. Like Villa got seven against a full Liverpool squad. Now that's something I rate, man. I don't. It's rate just that. one of those. Every, that it happens, happens, man. That's it just happens. football. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, but I I don't know. I mean, City's capable of beating any team with five goals. Tr- truly, it's just it's a matter of them showing up. And this this is a team they should be. I think they will beat. Yeah. This is where they stat pad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we stat pad against every team. That's how we broke the league record for most goals scored in a season. But don't let three that... seasons ago. No, no, I was uh, two seasons ago. Yeah, three seventeen season, right? No, no. Uh, it was the season the, the last eighteen season? season. Yeah. Oh, seventeen eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, we're living in in ancient history, man. Yeah, but it's just if we're stat padding, then I mean, include each game because we stat pad against Liverpool, against against the top clubs. We don't mm-hmm. just do it against. Against measly clubs, I I feel, I know this season's a different story, but you know I'm just talking historically. Historically, yeah. Because uh, history starts ten years ago. No, no. When no. does history start? No, no. History starts. Uh, history is a fact, and you know, I think if there's any team that stat pads, um, you know, you could say City stat pads, but we stat pad against all teams. We show love to all teams, <laughs> not just one team. Um, you know, but that's. There's no other team that has scored at the same volume we have this decade. Is is the point I'm trying oh, to make? Oh, the decade. So yeah. So so yeah. History is the past yeah. ten years. I'm just saying, like you're just you're just oh, bringing up though. you're just bringing up this season in particular. The the moment they're not scoring goals is when everybody wants to pipe up. So it I find I mean that's always funny to me. But sorry, difficulties there. Um, you were ranting on fucking city existing in the last ten years. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like to say that that city stat pad when other teams also beat them by a, a large amount of goals sometimes is, I don't know. I just don't think that's a fair because um, we scored a lot of goals on a variety of teams, you know. But, anyways, uh, yeah, I, I city should win this like three nil. I think is a safe score. I had them three nil against Burnley. They outdid themselves, so maybe another five nil. I don't know. Five nil could be. Could that's be. your prediction? No, no, no. I, I'm saying three nil, but it oh, could okay. be another five nil. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'd rather win 2-0 so we don't get stat padding claims. Uh, but anyways. It is stat padding. The, I this, mean, pad that shit. This, get 10. This, yeah, might as well, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe we'll get close to the record that we set, but 
I don't know. That's going to be tough this year. Oh, uh, this year, yeah. I don't know if you're. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we have the what facilities. What are you guys at right now? Uh, goals in favor, fifteen. Hmm. Out of ten games, it's like a, nine games. A goal, a goal in in the quarter, a game. I mean, exp- well, we're, I mean, you, you did have five against uh, Burnley. So. Yeah, but that's how averages work, you know. Yeah, it's an outlier for sure so far in the season. For but sure, it looks like we're picking up steam, and I, I, I still think that mm. when the season's over, we'll probably finish with like top three goals scored in the season. Really? Yeah, easily. Um, I think we're starting to get you know pick up steam. I know right now that's probably not the case, but the way the season's yeah, going. Yeah, I mean, even going off of your Champions League. Oh well, history, yeah. Champions yeah. League is different, but yeah, I mean, I think just in 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 general, like once the season's all done, I mm-hmm. I definitely tip them to be in the top three for goal scored, okay. and and I can go back to this episode and whenever the season ends because it's hard to tell right now, uh, due to so COVID. you think you'll be in top three, goal scored for sure, differential for sure, yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, okay, I think. I'm not going to remember this, but we'll probably talk about it at the end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know right now we're not off to a hot start, but I think we're kind of getting into the groove of things. Oh, okay. So West Ham United hosting Manchester United. Yeah, United against Manchester. (laughs) Oh, well, I mean. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, 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 it's fine. This is a good one, man. This is a good one. Um, I I have a draw in this game. You have a draw? Two twos. Yeah, and we're good on the road, so I'm gonna go ahead and take Manchester United mm, and three to one. Oof, yeah, could take be. that to the bookie. That's a lock. We'll see, man. That's a lock. Yeah. Yeah. United by two. That's all I can say. Hey, man. Um, Let's hope so. I'll take uh, Bruno as a scorer because, you know, by the way, Bruno has been the player of the season five times this year. Player of the, of the month, you mean? Player of the month. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My yeah. bad, my bad. Yeah, so yeah. has, so has uh, well, uh, Gabriel, I think the last, the, or for as long for, as it's been. For Arsenal? A, yeah, for Arsenal, it's been the same case. Uh, but yeah, no no, no surprise there. He's been their best player by and large in short in a short amount of time, too. Out of a possible five, out of a possible eight players of the month, or whatever it is, ten, or whatever it is. He's been five times. Yeah, that's a bit worrying, but I mean, for yeah. for for the team as a whole, but for mm-hmm. him, that's good, you know. For well, for the impact that he's had for the club, it's been it's been pretty good. Um, you know, I'll take Bruno scoring, and I'll take a Rashford goal for sure, and then maybe mix it in a Greenwood and Martial or something. Yeah, I have. Uh, a, uh, so you have a four Niles and uh, probably Ogbona again. I think he's probably going to score again. And then another two from United? Yeah, United would... Yeah, it's hard to tell with United. I could see Harry Maguire getting a set-piece goal and then uh, Marshall uh, maybe like a nice little... Finally counter. getting a goal. Yeah. You know, he's been he's been the bottler of, of the season for United. He yeah. misses so many chances and he shoots them directly where the keeper or the defender is. He's... He's, he's like Raza. Great at getting into spaces. But he just shoots them right into traffic. <laughs> and um, it's frustrating because I know he's a really good attacking player. He's so good attacking. But for some reason, he's not he's not scoring at a good rate. So that's worrying. Yeah. Next game up is Chelsea uh, hosting Leeds. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Leeds is coming off a good result, uh, beating Everton. They 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 don't really lose much and they don't they draw they lose and draw I mean sorry they don't lose much they draw or win a lot they're always in in, in within striking range so I think it's gonna be a good one I have a two two as well on this one 
I have a draw as well. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Um, probably I have uh, Werner and mm-hmm. Pulisic scoring. And then for Leeds, probably uh, let's go with um, Rodrigo and uh, maybe Jack Harrison. Okay. That's not bad. I have a draw. I have like 1-1. One, one. Mm. Um, Leeds, they just don't really... They don't give you a chance to to do to play your game. Yeah, they're gonna be a, a you know they're a pest swarming, yeah. Yeah, they're but pesty. their attack is really nice too. They don't just counter; they they're good at building their attack and, and working it through. Um, so I'm picking a draw, but I really, really think Leeds can do it. Oh yeah, no Leeds yeah. Leeds is capable for sure, yeah. but you know. I think the same way they do, they do press a lot and, and make it difficult. They also do leave spaces to be mm-hmm. taken advantage. So, and there's also a history between the managers. Oh yeah, yeah, the dating back to the derby and uh, uh, you know the, the Leeds uh, days when they were in the champs, uh, yeah, champions, uh, championship. Yeah. I should say not champions so league. Bielsa elevated his team into the first, and then uh, Lampard was gifted a, gifted a position to his former club. Right. Um, he earned it you know, to be that, fair. That, that, that spying, whatever. Uh, well, he, he also actually elevated his team. I don't know. I yeah. don't know if Lampard actually earned it. Well, to be fair, with I mean, Derby County, Derby was in, in in the top half for for no reason. You know, of of the oh, championship. Oh, of the championship. Yeah, but uh, to be fair, I, I feel like Frank Lampard gets a lot of flack just because he's English, and you know they expect him to to live up to a a, a level just because he was arguably. If not the best English midfielder, one of the best. So um, I feel like he just doesn't get the fair shake. But don't worry. Uh, things will get better for them soon, I promise you. Maybe. Uh, I doubt it. Sheesh. Well, like uh, Charles Barkley says, I may be wrong, but, but I, I doubt, doubt it. it. Sheesh. Oh, I <laughs> love that quote. Uh, West Brom versus Crystal Palace. I don't care. Palace. Yeah, Malice whatever. In the palace. Sheffield United hosting Leicester. Leicester two to one. Vardy penalty and Harvey Barnes or T Elements, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Sheffield United one point. Walder, you can fucking suck a big one. I don't Ooh. give a fuck. Piece of shit. I don't know, man. Who I, you got? I, I know I have Leicester winning like two 0 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vardy brace, um, mm. easy money. Uh, then I, the next sorry. game, another London derby. Uh, yeah, Tottenham then, versus then Arsenal. Northland. My match of the week. Hmm. I don't know. This is a this is a good one. Yeah. It is. It is a math, match of the week for sure. I, I actually really like the next one too, but we'll touch on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, it is the match of the week. I think it's gonna be interesting. Gonna be pulling for Arsenal so hard, man. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Fuck Spurs, man. I'm, I'm conflicted on this one. I, I really hope uh, Arsenal plays defensive as they usually do. Just a fresh, <laughs> just a frustrate, or how, how they've been playing this season. I just a frustrate Tottenham because if you play like they're that, defensive, against, they're defensively sound, but they don't park the bus. They don't park the bus. Yeah, they touch the ball a lot, and I think it's gonna be very similar to the way Chelsea played Tottenham because Chelsea oh, dominated no, no. possession. Ch- Ch- Chelsea parked the bus too. They didn't. They did. They're not as Strictly, structurally sound as Arsenal on defense. Right, but Lampard doesn't have the chops for that. Oh, of course not. But you know, Chelsea had sixty percent of the possession, and I can see Arsenal similarly doing that, touching the ball, if not even better, um, the way Tottenham play. And th- the thing about this game is, it's a derby, so there's going to be 
emotion. There's going to be a lot of passion, and both teams are going to want to win. Whether that translates on the pitch, whether each manager has the the cojones to go out and attack, I don't know. I don't know if I believe that. So this is our match of the week for the the meaning of of this derby, but just based off their play, I don't know what to expect, and I don't think it's going to be the most exciting match, but... Yeah, I really hope Arsenal. Win. Um, yeah, this one's interesting to me. I I really want to watch this. Um, yeah, I like Arsenal. I like Tottenham. I think right now Tottenham's a better team. I think they're on a better streak. Arsenal could use a win, and to tell you the truth, I think this is a match where Arsenal are just gonna figure it out and pull a win. Two to one. It's not a condemnation on on Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just going to be one of those games where anyone could have won, but Arsenal just figures it out and, and pulls it off. Buys uh, <laughs> Arteta sometime, which I think he has. I think Arteta has backing of the club. Yeah, but at the same time, they need results. Yeah, too. and they don't have the liberty to go out and buy another manager right now. At least a prop, they shouldn't like a big, because I yeah. think what Arteta's doing is he's building a, a club. He's bu- he's building. He has a it's a project basically. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think Arsenal pulls it off two to one. I have two 0 Arsenal. That's just nice. me being hopeful. Huh? Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I'm just being hopeful. It's interesting. We'll see, man. Yeah. Uh, next match, really good one. Liverpool hosting Wolves. I think Liverpool. Are I think play. I think Liverpool has it. Yeah, pretty soundly as well. They don't have the danger of Raúl Jiménez. Yeah, and I don't to think face. to be fair, Raúl Jiménez is obviously their best attacker. But I think in their offense, you could really plug in any striker, and and you could yield similar numbers to what hmm. you do with Raúl. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Tr- truthfully, man. Um, I think what what Raúl offers as opposed to the other uh, forwards they have is he's an aerial threat. But besides that, I think. You can and and you saw it last week. Pedro Neto and um, Freddie, his name stepped up and Odense. they scored. Uh, you know, I I don't think it's it's a team that's just good because of Raúl is my point. They're a very good system team uh, because of the manager they have and uh, he he contributed twenty plus goals last season. Yeah, yeah, and and my point is that if it was if he wasn't there, there's other players that can definitely do that. I'm saying that I don't. I don't think it's just because Raúl Jiménez is this world beater people claim him to be. Hmm. Um, I think he's a great striker. Well, not a great striker, like a good striker, solid striker. But there are clearly better options in the league, on on numerous teams. Uh, just off the top of my head, I like Ings better, Harry Kane, Calvert Lewin, Aguero. Calvert Lewin better than Raúl Jiménez. Oh yeah, clearly, man. I mean, just look at look at the start he's off to right now. Right now, yeah, and then so this Off is where the last three seasons, and now we're going into the history and the past, which is what you got me on earlier. Fair, but I'm saying so far, there's plenty of other strikers I fancy more. And historically speaking, Raul has performed. No, he's performed. Wow. He's performed well, but I just don't think that it's. it's Calvert just, Lewin and Ings better than Jimenez. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I mean, I'm sure you have your biases because obviously he plays for the, well, the national team you go for, but I think he's a solid striker, but. To say that he's the reason that Wolves are so good, I think it's more of a system approach, and they showed that even without, um, you know, without Raúl, they were still yeah, able I'm to push get. push back on that. There's no, there's no way, there's no way that Wolves are where they were last season. They were in Champions League contention. I mean, 17 goals contribute. I think it was 17 or like mm-hmm. 20 goals or something. Yeah, I'm just it not was, prepared. It was like 20, 21 goals. 
something like in that. In all comps, yeah. In all comps. In all comps, it must have been more than... Possibly, but my point, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying they're not they're not that team because of Raúl Jiménez, but he's a he's a, obviously a factor in their offense. But it's a plug and play thing, man. Like look, Pedro Neto is gonna start. His you numbers know, are you so. You're gonna tell me that that Ings would have done more because he only scored like one or two more goals in the league more than than Jiménez. Yeah, and and he plays in a less dynamic offense than than Wolves. Maybe mm, if you not really. Well, I mean, that's that's like splitting hairs, really. I'm just saying, like, I think they're like to say Jimenez is the reason they're so good is is I, I don't agree with it. I, but no, I wouldn't say that, but I I would say that Jimenez is a better player. He yeah, he has, he has more resources to his game than Ings does for sure. You can say that for sure, but I mean, like, yeah, I think, and and Calvert Lewin, and there are, there today, are things and there Lewin. are things that Ings does better than Jimenez that we can get like into. What? Uh, I mean, just, you know, getting into certain finishing positions, which Jimenez is good as, as well. I'm not saying, like, he's vastly better than Jimenez, but my point is that Jimenez is not there. You can throw a striker in like Ings, and I promise you, you can yield the same numbers. If not more, you don't. we don't really know. We don't really know. I would say it's a hypothetical. They're, they're on a similar level. Hmm, I don't know. I know it's, it's tough. I don't, it's I don't, like, I don't think... I don't think uh, uh, yeah, I don't think Ings is... You know, Calvert-Lewin, you could even make a more case for him because he has all the qualities that Raul Jimenez in terms of, like, heading ability, if not even better. I'm just saying, like... His footwork, Jimenez's footwork is better than both of them. Yeah, yeah, I'll give him Playmaking that. ability, back to the goal, hold-up play, better. I don't know about better. I think they're on the same level. Mm-hmm. And, and clearly... Well, I mean, Calvert-Lewin's uh, playmaking ability and, uh, and link-up, back-to-the-goal ability, trash. I wouldn't I say touched on that uh, like a month ago. Yeah, I wouldn't say trash, but obviously I'm not saying he's as good as as Raúl Jiménez in those specific categories you named at the moment. But you know, those are all those are all, those all aren't the factors about being a good striker. And the point I'm trying to make is you you see Pedro Neto now he's reaping the benefits of playing in an offense that's very mm-hmm. you know high octane, yeah. high pressing. I just feel like without Raúl Jiménez, it's it, obviously you'd love to have him there, but. You throw another striker there, and and it's. I don't think I don't think that's accurate at all. Well, yeah, we're gonna yeah, have we'll, to. We'll see in the, in the next maybe month or two. Yeah, well, that's long the thing. going to be out. I'm gonna just be honest and say that Wolves haven't been better for the last. That Wolves have been Wolves have been bad for the past six months. So to say now that now that he menaces out, and if they start doing bad, and you're gonna be like, oh well, because he menaces yeah, out. Yeah, you only have four there. goals in in ten games. That's fair. No, okay. I, that's not an issue. I'm just saying that. Well, it is. It is though because he was one of the start. He was one of the best players last season. For for wolves, for no wolves. no no in the league. I don't think he's the. I don't think he's that great. Well, he was one of the top goal scorers. Yeah, but there is uh, like four or five names ahead of him. No, I mean Vardy yeah, was yeah, ahead yeah, of him. Yeah, exactly. I think so. Top ten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Top ten. But I'm saying like, uh, you know, he's the guy. So, he's the striker there. And if you take him out and you put somebody else there, I'm sure they can get similar numbers. They're gonna they're gonna suffer. So well, wolves are gonna are gonna suffer quite a bit. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I agree with that, man. I think. Uh, I think he manages a good striker on that level. Because we're talking about. If you take out Calvert Lewin from Everton, if you take out Danny Ings from Southampton, right? If you, I mean, let, let's let's even take out Vardy from Leicester, because I think they're on the on a similar level. All mm-hmm. those players, maybe, maybe except Danny Ings, but uh, all those teams they suffer. Yeah, for sure. A- any team will suffer with taking a player out. But my point is that I think with him out, there's going to be other players that slot right in and, and finish goals I don't that. Think so. uh, and then that, that's where we disagree, and that's, I think that's, that's the best that, place yeah, to Yeah, that, that's a hot take. 
I don't know, man. That's I think uh, I mean Raul Jimenez is a good striker, bro. And I feel bad. I'm sorry he got hurt. Yeah, it's tough. But like to say that he's the end all be all for Wolves. They still got no. I wouldn't say that, but uh, you know, they're, Traore, they're, they're a system team for sure. But I'll even, yeah, I'll even say Traore is more valuable. Um, well, he's been he's been not good this season. I know. Well, he doesn't get on the score sheet much, but just the but, the, yeah, the grit and everything. He, he just hasn't been a difference this season like he was last season. And that's just Wolves as a whole. To be fair, with yeah, Raúl Jiménez in the lineup, and, and that that yeah. tells you everything yeah. you need to know. Yeah, that's that's true. And you know, I, I don't know. I just you know, without sounding too much like a dick, you know. Raul Jimenez is a good striker. He's not available. The next guy is just as hungry I just, to step I up. just don't think you would say the same thing about Ings and uh, Calvert-Lewin if they were taken off their teams. Because I don't think there's players capable of filling that void. Pedro Neto, on the other hand, I think he's going to step up, and he's already stepping up like the same game where Raul Jimenez was unfortunately taken out of. I'm saying they have, the, they have players that can finish the goals. Unfortunately, they don't have Jota anymore. That's a bit worrying. But... Uh, I don't know, man. To say that they're just down and out, they're not going to be able to score, I think they have the they're, facilities. They're going to suffer from lack of goal scoring from him and the opportunities he creates. It's not even just his goal scoring. Um, but without harping too much on that because we, we went on a good while for that. I like that, though. I like that. I honestly feel that way, and I've been saying it for years that Raul Jimenez is a good striker. Yeah, I'm like, bro, there's better players than him in the league well, that don't get the same get, clout. He didn't get a fair shake at Atletico. He didn't get a fair shake at Benfica. There's a reason for and, it. Favoritism. Oh uh, well, and then and that, that 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 makes sense. Alvaro Morata over over um, Jimenez. Wait, who Morata? Yeah, for me, yeah, for me, yeah. But it's just I feel like there's this um, there's this hype to Raúl Jimenez just because he's Mexican. The same way you believe well, because he's Mexican, he doesn't get you know doesn't yeah. get the same opportunities. I think from a fan perspective, I feel like he gets hype because he's the best Mexican striker from in the, the world. people around you. No, no, but, just but even in, even in, in you know in Twitter in in the fans on on social media. Yeah, they, well, they're Mexican fans. Well, I yeah. mean, not only yeah them they just they hype them up they hype them up to a level where it's like well, let's say if, if Danny Ings was Mexican, oh you, like people would be saying he's a world beater, and that's how I feel. But well, that's how yeah that's how fans are. That's why you call Pulisic bully guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it's the same. It's yeah. the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. Like there's the a same, bias. There's yeah. a bias, and it exists. And I feel like. That'd be fooling a lot of people sometimes, but but when you have like your little your little gem, right, and they're not getting the recognition that that you feel like they're supposed to, mm-hmm. and when they're hard done, like Morata over Jimenez, over and over again, it's like like, and then he finally has a great season. It's like, see, this is what we've been talking about all along mm-hmm. in a harder league. And and then that's that just harps on the point that maybe Wolves is the level that Raúl Jimenez belongs at. Not at Atletico, not at, at, at those teams. Well, like, Juventus and, and Manchester United tapped him up. Hey, man. Until I see him in the kit, I can't say much. But pers- yeah, I, sure. I totally understand, man. That's just my perspective on it, the way I see things. And, I, you know, even last season or before, I mentioned the same thing. I was like, Danny Ings, man. Danny Ings, he has more goals than Jimenez, yet you don't hear his name shouted mm-hmm. near as much as Jimenez, you know. And the goal isn't everything as a striker. I I'll, I'll totally agree with you. Jimenez is a better build-up guy, more assists, and that's hard to, to just better replace. Technique. But I feel like the system he's in benefits him a lot. Oh, and I'm just juxtaposing him now to Danny Ings, per se, mm-hmm. not, not so much Morata. Morata doesn't have the same qualities as, as Jimenez, it's clear. They're different players. They're different sure. players. And, yeah. you know, the, the thing is that Morata has played at, at teams that have tougher depth to get passing to get a starting spot at Chelsea, Atleti, Juve. 
And maybe he does get the start because he's Spanish. You know, oh, he's Spanish. Fuck, he starts for the national team. He's be- He must be better, which may also be a bias in itself, right? But um, I don't know, man. That's how I feel. You know, Jimenez, I hope, you know, can come back soon and maybe can start putting goals in again so yeah. he can shut me up. <laughs> Uh, it's it, it, yeah, it's a good argument when you when you start splitting hair because at the end of the day it's splitting hair. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, there's you know, tears different, to strikers, different you know? strokes for different folks. Yeah, like someone stroke. <laughs> uh, so moving on from that, Brighton hosting hosting uh, Southampton. Uh, I'll take Southampton. I hate Brighton. Mm-hmm. I, I've grown to dislike them strongly. <laughs> They're, they're pissing me off, man. They're, they're just an annoying team. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that that's it with that. Or as you like to say, that's that with that. Yeah. Um, moving on to La Liga. Uh, Spanish Primera División. Valladolid hosting Levante. Hockey Sticks, 1-1. Elche hosting Cadiz, 1-1. Atletico visiting Valencia. They get the one nil win, yeah. Off an own goal, yeah. That was that was pretty. I mean, good result for them, but you know, you'd you'd hope they can create more. But Valencia has actually been uh, a pretty good squad so far this season, in terms of uh, making it tough for opposition to get a point or three points in some cases. Especially with how much we were making fun of them before the season started. No, they're not doing great. It can surprise you sometimes, man. The, the biggest players can leave a team and the teeth that are coming out of the jaws of the new shark can be even better. And that's that's something that we oh, don't know. I like until that you... metaphor. Uh, you just yeah. came up with that? Shark team, man. It's a city thing. You wouldn't understand. Uh, okay. uh, it always comes back to them, huh? Ah, uh, city. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but uh, yeah, I think, I mean, obviously Yunus Musa has been a, a revelation for them. Christian Soler had that hat trick, uh, almost that hat trick of penalties against Real. And, and he did. Oh, I thought he missed one. That's why. He did, but they redid oh. it. Oh, that's what it was, huh? I'm forgetting. Son he did get his hat trick. Son of a bitch. He got that that fresh slick hair. He's, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna talk about that for the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah. That piece of shit. Yeah, Valencia but, will probably uh, finish like top ten, probably barely. Yeah, I mean, the crazy thing about Atletico is they're in second place with 23 points, only behind uh, uh, Sociedad, who has 24 points. Mm-hmm. The crazy thing is, is Atletico has two games in hand. So, oh, it's, yeah. It's, <laughs> so they 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 built themselves a pretty nice little cushion there. Yeah, I, that's I, scary. Yeah, it is. It it's is scary, and uh, I I think I've been saying it since the league started again. It's theirs. It's theirs to take. This is the best year they'll have a chance to win it again. For maybe maybe even next season too, if if things stay the same. But yeah, this is their best chance and. You know, as much as I hate defensive football, and I I do hate it, Simeone has mastered it. But they they don't play in this. They don't play in a way where it's parking the bus or strictly counters. They don't play such a low block, but they do play like each player is 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 meant to make uh, you know life a living hell for the opposition when yeah, they're for on sure the ball. that that that's for sure. Yeah. Um, and they they just have a way of getting these hard ass defenders. It's always Uruguayos, Argentinos. Yeah, yeah, and they like do. The, yeah. the most hijo de puta uh, Spanish. Yeah, Juan Fran Godin. And now it's uh, Jimenez. Yeah, Ache Ache Ache, who has uh, three lungs. <laughs> um, and 
the player of the year so far, Joao Felix. Oh, man. Yeah, he's so good. Kid's magic, huh? Yeah, man. The touches he has and... Um, the influence he has on the attack is, is great. At man. such a young age, like he's the leader of that team, and it's so cool to watch. You know, uh, the it's way crazy. Yeah, yeah, dude. I don't know. Um, I also saw the the highlights of, and we'll talk about it later. The Byron game too, just brilliant to watch. The way he, uh, like his elegance on the ball is up there with some of the best in the world right now. And, and it's I think, nice to I think watch now it. the the comparisons to Carter are starting to really kind of fully realize. Yeah. And uh, by the way, I, I've never quite agreed with that comparison mm-hmm. uh, myself. I think they look alike. I don't think they play alike. Yeah. But there are some elements they do share. And the fla- the flashiness is one of them. And um, I think, man, he's he's only destined to do a lot of great things. Yeah. He's pointing to the sky like Kaka, uh, fo- a devout follower of our Lord and Savior, shit. Jesus Christ. Oh, um, I got to do that. <laughs> nah, but yeah, man. Oh, uh, the, the Messi celebration? The- oh, Ah, fuck, man. Uh, he doesn't like that, yeah. Uh, my cousin used to do that when we played FIFA, and he picked Barcelona, of course. Ah, uh, shit. Anyway, uh, Atletico gets a win. You know, not the prettiest win, not the best win, but to get a win, you get all three points. These are the ones that matter. So, um, I, I think they're my pick for the season so far. Yeah. Moving on, uh, Sevilla beats Huetka 1-0. Uh, Sevilla, they're an up and down team so far. They're doing pretty good in the in the league in terms of position. They have fifteen. I'm sorry, sixteen points. Fifth place. They have two games in hand, so that's not bad. Um, they're just going to be annoying for the whole season, up and down. That's yeah. I don't what? really have too much of an opinion on them right now. They, I hate that team. Yeah, I'm not a. I mean, actually, I shouldn't say I'm not a big fan. I'm kind of indifferent to them. But I mean, when I if I'm a La Liga team and I'm facing Huesca, I'm just like that's food, that's food. That's that should be a dub. And they won, although it was kind of late and barely won. But hey, a dub is a dub. Rub a dub, right, dub. Yeah. Three points down the <laughs> bank. Bank that. Yeah, good good result for them. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, we'll on to the next o- match. Uh, uh, man. Fucking hell. I'm getting frustrated, man. I'm I'm really just getting pissed off. Yeah. Alaves? I am too, man. Alaves is in 13th place. Not, and and no. a team that historically just gives up the cheeks to... to yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That That's uh, that's in the Rolodex. Yeah. You know, you know yeah. that's the... What you doing? Yeah, that's 3, o'clock. like 2 a.m. Like, damn, like, shit. Uh, let me uh, let me just get this quick three points right yeah, now. Yeah, let me let me get these three points, you know, easy money. Call it and Go night. home. Yeah. Um... It's hard to put a finger on it, isn't it? Well, let me, let me start by saying that the last three games, and it's probably even more before that, but the last three games, league games, we have five penalties called against us. Very unlucky, I agree, yeah. They're all not that obvious. I, I can't think of one that's like, okay, that's... That's Stonewall. That's just... <laughs> Obvious, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna allow that. Um, the ball is crossed. I don't I don't even remember the guy's name who who heads it. And as he's coming back, Nacho Fernandez is turning around, and through natural body motion, your arm is swinging. As he turns around, the ball gets hit into 
the upper the upper part of his arm. It's not even his elbow or his hand, wrist, mm-hmm. forearm. It's like tricep area, upper tricep, and uh, they call a penalty. Um, I don't know if you can call that. It's a tough one for sure. <laughs> I agree. It's a tough one, especially not just that. Especially when Hazard's dribbling through the defense and he gets clipped above the knee, clear kick, doesn't even touch the ball. The, the commentators kept trying to convince you that, that the guy touched the ball. I didn't see it. <laughs> doesn't change spin, doesn't change direction, gets Hazard's leg, no foul. And then I think also at the end of the, the first half, someone pulls Marcelo's hair uh, in yeah, the box, pulls him down. No, no VAR check, nothing. So when they keep calling fouls against us, and I'm not going to like start no conspiracy because I know in the past that Madrid's been the beneficiary of soft calls. Mm-hmm. But when they keep calling soft calls against us, I, like is it a makeup thing? Ah, oh, shit. Is, I, don't I don't know what it is, man, but, but we're, it's we're not mean, getting a fair shake yeah. for sure. And uh, this is causing us to lose games. For sure, yeah. Especially like when when you uh, they concede you concede first, and that that plays a big role because then all, all the team has to do is sit back and it only frustrates you more. Yeah. So beyond that, I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and cry that that's the reason that we're losing because the the offense is just not flowing. Yeah. I got to call a cross. He's not playing to his level, or maybe or maybe his levels diminished so far that. He's not that player anymore. Right. We got to start considering that he's burnt out, that his legs aren't there, that he's not even focused on the game. We talked about that last week, too. We've been, yeah, the whole season, really. Like, he's been an afterthought. He only, he only played against Barcelona, which, you know, <laughs> I'm glad. I don't want to lose against Barcelona, but I want to beat Alaves. I want to beat Valencia. Right. And those two wins get us in first place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I I might have lost, and then Hazard keeps in getting injured. He I plays know. good when he plays. He's playing fine. Gets injured. Uh, Van Verdes hurt. Modric isn't. He's trying, but he's not playing to the level that he he used to. Maybe it's time for him to call it a day. Marcelo, and I feel so terrible that he's getting so much shit. But you can tell that he bleeds that shirt and he's not up to par anymore but Mendy isn't the attacking force that Marcelo was maybe we do need to focus on on different attacks because Mendy defensively is solid yeah he's, he's a good. brick wall that's like that's a player I hold on to and he makes really good runs so I don't know I don't think that we made the wrong decision picking him over Reguilon but Reguilon offers something different in the even attack. for depth he would have been nice you know not but, but, but a player like him isn't going to accept a, a second string role. You know what I mean? And between him and Mendy, I don't know. Yeah, that's tough. N- yeah. Now it's looking tough because he's doing so well for Tottenham. But mm-hmm. I always thought he was solid, even at, at Sevilla, bro. I always like, damn, yeah, this kid's not going to be so here. good. He was good. Yeah. Now for Zidane, he does play favorites. Mm-hmm. He's always played favorites. That's why Bale isn't on the team anymore. That's why Thomas isn't on the team. Uh, yeah, Isco's still there. Yeah, Lucas Vasquez is still there. And Lucas Vasquez is sort of a Swiss Army knife. 
He can play left wing. He can play wing back. He can play fullback. Same thing with Nacho Fernandez because Ramage has been hit with a, somewhat of an injury bug. But he does play favorite still. Asensio is not really performing like he should be. And I don't know if he's still tentative because of the ACL tear. Uh, Odegaard started off great, and then the last few games hasn't been performing. Maybe that's the result of the rest of the midfield and the forwards that he has to work with. Um, Mariano played a good game. He's been one of the brighter spots for sure. He's been attacking the ball as they give it to him. He had three headers. Went straight to the keeper, but, you know, what else can you do with those shots? You, you, it was unlucky not to a, go in a few it's times. It's a natural but. reaction to flick your head and direct the shot where he wanted to go. It just happened to go to the keeper. But I was impressed by him. I know I've been hard on him before, but he's a he's a good option to have as far as depth goes. Yeah. yeah I, w- I do wish he would be a little more um, linear. Ver- I'm sorry, horizontal, linear, whatever you want to call it, as opposed to vertical because... He, He's not really good at finding those spaces like Benz does. Big Benz. Uh, but fuck, I, honestly, man, I'm a, I don't know. I just wish that Zidane was a little more fluid with with the way he approaches his tactics and his players too. Yeah, Cross. I don't care how healthy you are. I don't think he should be starting. Yeah, it might it might be a. Uh, uh, La Liga hangover too. I think he made the mistake of thinking that he didn't have to refresh. Not not so much with new players, but just refresh the style of play and maybe come up with a new scheme. That's very mm-hmm. common. Um, the problem is that it's getting a little, it's becoming a little tiresome now because all these points drop back to back to back. However, I do agree that you guys haven't had the benefit of the whistle. I'd even say all season this season. Um, it's becoming worrying for sure, and knowing the way that Madrid do things. I really don't know where his position stands in terms of the head coaching job for much longer. But I told you uh, off the record that I think they should stay with him for the remainder of the season, albeit if it goes bad or, or, or if it goes well. I think uh, if you were to let go of him now, it's only going to create more of a problem uh, midseason. It looks like the players have his back. Yeah, I mean, like he do not have his back, right? Yeah. He it's led you to three... Uh, uh, Champions League. He led you to a league title. You just won. Yeah, you just you just won the league title. It's like, but you know, uh, sports fandom is so fickle. The business is so fickle. The yeah. moment you start doing bad, the results uh, dominate everything, and it's not looking good now. I think this is the time right now. This week, starting now, if they don't start winning games, and we're gonna get into the Champions League in a little bit, but. It's not looking good. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I but there's no quick solution to it. I think you got to write it out for now. Yeah. Just get a cheeky yeah, I wouldn't, by I the don't want to fire him. I don't want to get rid of Zidane. He's been he's more or less been our talisman. Uh, but I do like I said I do wish that he would relax on uh, on the players that he trusts on because some of them aren't performing. Yeah. But then again, he kind of has no choice with Valverde out. But maybe move them around. Maybe start Isco. Maybe start Asensio in a different position. Modric could be more of an impact sub. You know what I mean? Uh, so it's it's those little things that that will make a big ass difference in the in the grand scheme of things for the game. But yeah, uh, I like you said. I want I want him to ride out the whole season, and I don't want uh, Florentino to make a yeah a rash decision that's gonna. It's going to impact the rest of the season. Yeah. Because as good as a 
as a manager, for example, that Pochettino might be, he's not going to carry the same respect as Zidane does. Yeah. I do want to quickly say the, the, the chances that Alaves had throughout the game were they could have scored more. Um, yeah, well, to be fair, Madrid had a good amount of chances. They too. did too, to be fair, yeah. and they were unlucky to score. But, um, you know, Alaves actually looked really good. I mean, I don't know if that's – and most of it was on the counter, to be fair. And uh, some of their strikers bottled some clear chances, and maybe that's credit to Courtois as well. Who, man, I feel t- I feel bad for him because the consequences of playing with a dire back line are are reaping heavy on him. He looks frustrated right now. Yeah, I wonder um, what that spells for his future. There's a lot of mistakes that are happening for uh, for the defenders too. Yeah, that's the biggest they're, they're, area. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Veron, but his his loss of confidence over the last four or five months troublesome. Oh, you could. We could look at the history. I know when that oh, started. Ah, yeah. not but that's no, when it really. Go on. Go on. No, that's when it really go. started, though. To, to TBH. That's when it really started. To be honest, um, I think since around that moment is where you really those mistakes maybe got to him. You know, because he he did make some dire mistakes that that might that City capitalized on. But even beyond yeah, that, because Courtois is making amazing saves. He's not a bad. Yeah, he's a solid. There keeper. was one where uh, Lucas Perez, uh, Arsenal reject, by the way. Whoa, had a. Had a, he tried to chip, and Courtois, instead of bending low, just deflected it. You read his eyes. Oh, dude, I Man, like that. That was like that a, like a nice. slice. Yeah, that was yeah. Like, get that shit out of here. Yeah. Don't bring that weak shit over here. Ah, damn. All he had to do was just curl it. But, yeah. It's no, just, or poke or toe poke <laughs> it or something. <laughs> it's, he tried to be cheeky. Now we I'm know why he's an Arsenal reject. Yeah, and then, like, teams... This is the funny thing, and I kind of hate it, but it's comical. Like, teams score one goal against Madrid... And they're celebrating like it's the fucking... Oh, uh, yeah, I know. It's funny, It's dude. a penalty, yeah. by the way. Penalty, yeah, looking exactly. 13th minute. Get out of here with that it's, shit. Yeah, it's... Christian Soler, I'm looking at you. If I ever see you in public, we're catching hands. <laughs> For real. We're throwing hands. <laughs> that, that dude, he's the definition of one of those guys who will brag on, on yeah. shit like that. But, hey, oh, man. I'll try to get girls based off of that. Yeah. Uh, tough result for Madrid, yeah. though. And, I mean, this weekend is going to be huge on to see if they can, if they're able to get up, you know, and yeah. and you know, we'll see. Put some I results. Think we'll, I think we'll put it together. I but hope it's, so. Uh, two two losses in a row. That's that's tough. Um, Especially on a weekend where Barca drop or Barca they drop a quad. Yeah, on Osasuna. Osasuna, uh, tío. Osasuna, yeah. Um, Brathwaite and you know all these guys are kind of like getting their goals now. Um, yeah, you know what I'm glad though. Um, Griezmann, including today, three goals in a row, three games in a row, go- scoring. I'm kind of happy for him. I always like Griezmann as a player. Yeah, I think he's uh, on his day, top top ten, top I'll, five, I'll, top ten. Yeah. I'm a big fan of his man. I have his jersey. He's, he's but got a, he's got a great great yeah. skill set. You know, good mentality. You know, I'm happy for him. Proper blow. On kid. the other hand, uh, you know, Barcelona. Uh, you know. Mm, uh, not a big fan. Nah, <laughs> but anyway, go go hey, on, go on uh, with the Barcelona game. No, nah, no, nah, I mean, not much to say. Brathwaite, right now, he's kind of feeling himself a little bit right now because he just happened to score. He's like, one of those guys. That's yeah, gonna... like he's just happy to be there, but he's actually scored some, like a few, you know, he's, I think, like three games in a row scoring now, including today. And, uh, you know, that's good for him. But my favorite moment was Messi scoring his goal, even though he got carded, took off his shirt, had a Maradona tribute. Uh, in OG uh, Newell's old olds boys, uh, you know classic number ten kit, uh, uh, really poetic stuff. I mean, I know they maybe weren't the closest, but those are literally the two best Argentine players ever. 
Without a question. Without a question. And it's, a question. it was a really nice tribute and a hell of a goal. A trib, you know, just a standard for Messi, although not so much this season. But that left foot is, is something special. And, yeah, nice tribute. Uh, that was some bitch assness, though, the fact that he got carded for that. Like, yeah, like... Ha- have some, a, you know, courtesy, bro. As a, as a ref, I guess I get it. Like, oh, he's like, oh, I don't want to, but, you know, my supervisor's watching. Oh, so that's gotta, a bit... Like, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I guess I got to give it. But for the league to find them, 3,000 euros... Like, are you guys really? Is Debas just like? Is this a card payment for him or something? <laughs> like, well, what is this? You know, for, uh, like I wonder where that money goes to. By yeah, the way, like, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, it, yeah. exactly. You, you know where it goes. It goes straight to the motherfucker's pocket. But still, as a league, you can understand the the card, right? But for them to actually find him, this is a huge event for all of football. <laughs> you just wave that. It's like you know what we understand. You know we're. It's an idol, blah, blah, blah. He played for the league. He generated money for the league. Mm. Let it go, man. But, man, it's frustrating. And all the tributes, I I meant to mention this, all the tributes to Maradona have been pretty nice. Yeah. Like, uh, it's just, uh, Napoli playing yeah. with all the Maradona shirt. Yeah, that was cool. That you was know, very cool. You yeah. know, and that's an understanding league because in Barcelona, they probably would have needed. Well, yeah. Maradona's a god in Italy, man. Yeah, yeah. So. It's different gravy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and for sure, the fact that Maradona played for a Catalonian club probably doesn't resonate too well with Tebas. So it's it makes sense to me, but it sucks that he couldn't just let that slide. Yeah, know? exactly. But um, yeah, good result for Barca. They need, much needed because they're not doing too hot. But maybe this might be a turning point. A turning point. I don't think it's so much down to Komen. I think it's just the quality of the players. Hmm. Albeit they're not the best, but. That's interesting. Yeah, we'll see. Um, anyways, moving on. Hetafe tie with uh, Atletico Bilbao. 1-1, uh, double hockey sticks. Not much to say there. Uh, and then Celta beat Granada, despite getting a red card late, which doesn't really have a a bearing. But I will say the guy who got a red card is, is one of my favorite players from that team, Yokuslu, Turkish midfielder. One of the best Turkish players currently and slept on. But, yeah, easy, easy game for them um, and uh, a solid result. Following match was a more competitive one. Sure. Uh, Oyar Saval against uh, Gerard Moreno. They both get penalties in a 1-1 double hockey stick draw. Two teams that are really lighting it up this year in Spain. Split points. Um, yeah, man. I will tell you what. Uh, Gerard Moreno, though, he didn't he didn't celebrate as hard as he did when he scored his penalty against uh, uh, Madrid. It's that different gravy, it. isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's just like, oh, it's, it's Sociedad. But when it's against Madrid, it's like, yeah, they're feeling it. But anyways, I'm yeah. going to go home to my missus. We're going to make a child. Yep. Um, yeah. Anyways, Monday, we'll see what we got Monday. Betis loses against Eibar. Oh, that's embarrassing. Betis ah. is on the down slope right now. There is, uh, should we start putting Lines in the fucking game or what? I'd hope so that you know he. I hope so. He'd get a run, but he did I mean, get a run actually. How many? How many minutes? How much for a cut? How much for a cut? Sheesh! Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um. Yeah. Uh, man. Well, he comes out on the seventieth minute. <laughs> it's crazy though. Betty's dominated after they're the down two to zero. Possession. Like, and what, do you, what do you expect? Ah. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, Betty's. Uh, they were one of our picks for like a sneaky sort of Champions League. 
Yeah, we're not looking like it anymore. At least yeah. for now, but you know, yeah, things get changed. There's a lot of football left, but at the same time, there's a lot of lost ground already. Yeah. I think uh, they'll be happy just to stay mid table at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, at this point, the top top half finish is what they could look forward to. Yeah. Uh moving on, uh we'll just run through the games cuz we've gone on pretty while, a pretty good while. Uh, uh Athletic Bilbao versus Celta Vigo. Good match. Good match on paper. Uh Celta Vigo is in 18th place. They have all games played, they have 10 points. Athletic Bilbao is still in the top half with 13 points, which is crazy and they have a game in hand. I guess I'll take Athletic. They're at home. Who do you got? Uh, I have a draw there. Uh, Just double one, hockey one draw. sticks. Yeah. That's what La Liga has been known for this season. Yeah, it's been Levante Getafe. Strange. Another double hockey sticks. Another double hockey sticks. Oh, shit. Sevilla hosting Real Madrid. Fuck. That's a tough one. That's yeah. Tough. I'm worried, tough. For, Very I'm worried tough. for Madrid on that one, man. You know what? Real Madrid's going to pick it up because they always... Like, back to the wall, Madrid always responds. I got a 3-0 win. You'd hope so. I hope so. Fuck. I want Madrid to win. I want Madrid to win, but I have a 2-2 draw. I hate Sevilla. Oh, I know. I I hate Sevilla. Hey, good thing Ever Banega isn't there anymore. But Lucas Ocampos, Ocampos he's going to be a prick. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I'll still take Real Madrid. I I think we got this. Hey, man. Atletico hosting Valladolid. Oh, that's food. That's 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 money, huh? Yeah, I have Atleti winning. Easy um, money. Maybe like a nice two nil. Draw Felix on the board. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, when he I scores goals, to get, they're clean. Huh? Oh, when he scores goals, they're always nice to watch. Yeah, uh, I think they're trying to get Luis Suarez ready because of the COVID. Because he. Oh yeah. yeah, he's been. He can be a big help to them down the road, man. Oh man, he's I really so like good. Atleti. He's still good. Oh, he's Barcelona's solid, bro. Stupid. Barcelona's stupid. It's yeah. just the wages, I think. It was wages in Bartomeu, too, just being yeah. a dickwad. Yeah. Um, a huge dickwad. Speaking yeah. of Barcelona. Sheesh. They're hosting Cadiz. Yeah. Uh, I'll take Cadiz. Same here. Same here. 2-1 Cadiz. That's right, son. I, I have a special affinity That's for that That's right, team. son. I don't know that West Coast. Well. Double hockey sticks. Osasuna hosting Betis. Whoa. Uh, I'll take Betis. Over oh, Osasuna? Yeah, I hope I want Betis to win, but fuck, man, they haven't been playing well. But yeah, I'll go Betis one nil. Villarreal versus Elche. Villarreal, Villarreal they're at home, yeah. whatever. Alavet versus uh, Sociedad. Sociedad. Yeah, yeah, that's an easy one. And then at the end, Eibar versus Valencia. Oh, that's a good Ooh, one. I go Valencia. Yeah, same. All right, so that's our wrap up for the Liga. Mm-hmm. Uh, want to run through Champions League real quick? Review or? Uh, uh review. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, there was. There was games yesterday. We'll just go over the notable ones. Uh, Shakhtar Donetsk versus uh, Real Madrid. Yeah. 2-0 to zero win for Shakhtar, Ukrainian club. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, frustrating. Uh, they, they beat us on two counters. Yeah. Real Madrid pretty depleted at this point. It, it's just it's yeah. hard to watch. Yeah. And then Dino just celebrating again, like another <laughs> player that, that thinks they won the World Cup and then he goes online and posts and on IG like I want to thank God and I want to you know like, like, you it's, like, it's yeah, a group you, stage game it's a group like you, you could still not make it out of the group yeah yeah what are you thinking yeah, yeah it's it's just that's the level of Madrid though you know that yeah. it's just they're, they're 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 the guys to beat um I guess uh, moving on to Atleti versus Munich that Black was Atletico a good game versus Bayern uh yeah. draw Felix yeah yeah Oh, man. 
He's so Whoa. good. Even like beyond the goal he scored, just to the fancy flicks, uh, just getting away from defenders, proper. Uh, Munich score via penalty. It was. It was Lewandowski. I didn't like no, it, man. Mueller, my bad. My yeah, bad. Mueller, and he got fouled, but uh, it was a ticky tack one. But fuck it, take it. They scored, and um, both teams yeah. are advancing, right? Yeah, this this should be easy easy money for them. Uh, yeah, both teams. Ooh, well, I'm gonna say that. Atletico um, only has six points in the group. Sheesh. So they could still lose out. They, they just got to win their next match. Yeah, they, they really got to win the next match because uh, otherwise they're not going. They're not advancing. I kind of feel like they they're might not even. Salzburg, so that one's really a do or die situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, both teams are well. All three teams in the bottom in the group A, other than Munich, are on goal differential. Fuck. So Atletico definitely need to win. Well, they need to, at the very least, draw against Salzburg. And they'll move on. Yeah. Uh, but That's a tough group. That's a tough group, honestly. I get uh, Yeah. I mean, like, they're all decent. As far as numbers go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, moving on from, from that game, uh, Gladbach versus Inter Milan. Um, man. Lukaku. Lukaku saved their ass, man. Yeah, VAR saved uh, their ass, really, because they were close <laughs> to getting that draw, Munchen um, Gladbach, but it was called back. Alassana Playa has been playing really good as well as Theram for uh, for uh, Munchen Gladbach, but Inter get the dub, and yeah, good result for they them. They live on to see another day. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling that Inter is going to go to Europa League. <sighs> Damn. If this they do, they better crazy. win it this time. This, this group is crazy because... For example, Madrid's in third place in the group. But I don't know how they're in third place based on goal differential. It might be a home and away goal thing. Um, yeah, I guess so. Probably what it came down to. Yeah, so um, Madrid can end up in first. They can end up in last. Only only time will tell. Only time will tell. <laughs> uh, and they're playing Munch and Gladbach. Yes, sir. So... Uh, I just, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen there. I don't even want to predict it. <laughs> but moving on from that, um, mm-hmm. this was yesterday, right? Yeah. And then Porto versus Manchester City. Yeah, sheesh. That was, that a, was a good game. It was a good game. Was Frustrating good game. match. Uh, but, you know, it's meaningless for City because we're topping the group. Yeah, like, easily we're already advanced, top of the head, head of the group. Guy. Yeah, of course. But, yeah, it was another it was another match where a team sat back, uh, a line of five and then a line of three, blanketing the, the area. You know, City dominated. I don't even want to go into the stats. It's it's boring. But, uh, yeah, man, you know, tough result. And my, my thing, my biggest grasp from from this match was all the shit talking from the Porto manager. Uh, he was quoted saying, with all with all that squad budget, I think they're more mad they couldn't get a goal. Well, if that was in response to what Pep said. It's well, it, it's been back and forth since the first leg. The first leg, there, were, there was already gibbering. Uh, all Pep said was, like, you know, all I can speak is on my team. We generated more chances, and we're okay with the draw, given where we're at, where where we're at at the table. For them, they should have gone out to win this game. They only had two shots, only one on target, sixty-eight possession to City. It was never even a, a match, but uh, fair play, a good good point, much needed point for Porto. I don't know if they'll get out of the group, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, it's interesting though when when a when a manager brings up uh, squad budgets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and team value, right? Obviously, 
Manchester City lines up with the best of them in terms of value. Yeah, for sure. We're up the there. value is subjective. It's not like a set in stone sort of thing, but mm-hmm. you know, generally speaking, yeah, Kevin De Bruyne's worth one hundred and twenty, hundred and thirty. Yeah, something. Yeah, and you know, Aguero, and so on. So when when you see that, yeah, the team looks good, but at the end of the day, you have to play football. Yeah, and it's eleven v eleven. A, te- a team like Porto doesn't have the f- facilities. Yeah, to, to compete one on one, you know. Mano y mano. Yeah. Against Manchester City. So you can understand the tactics tactics that they choose. Just don't talk shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't talk you know, shit. Don't talk shit. And I'll also say, even though City have money to splurge, they also have, on the other end, Porto has the advantage to implement more players from their academy or to, to you know, scout players that aren't worth as much and develop them. City don't have that luxury. Sure, we buy our, all of our it. players, but that's kind of how the game works, you know. I mean, Yeah, Manchester City... You know, okay. Let, let's not let's not pretend that Manchester City can't. They just don't. They don't like uh, develop, develop players. players. Oh, of yeah. course. No, we we do. We just don't develop at the same level as Porto because we're we're blessed with a well, big. Well, Porto's more of a selling club. Oh, of course, but they but they develop great like, talent. Manchester City is more likely to buy a starlet from Porto than Porto is from yeah, buying. Yeah, that's the point else. I'm trying. Yeah. But there is a benefit. So, yeah, we can't pretend that. Yeah, but there is a benefit to having the ability to start those players and play them, whereas City don't have that advantage. Like, for example, Phil Foden didn't really get a go until recent years. Whereas if he well, was Phil Foden's 20. That's yeah, a, yeah. That's young as shit. Yeah, yeah, of course. But I'm it's saying if, if he was Portuguese and was born in Lisboa and, and played for Porto, sure, he'd get a go yeah. at year 17. Well, yeah, but, you know, the, the talent that Foden has, for example, isn't... That's that's a Joao Felix sort of level. Almost, yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah, almost. But yeah, Joao I Felix. I think we had that argument too, right? Oh, yeah. Well, were, yeah. Were, would yeah, you we, trade we straight up? up the scenario. I just, no, but I like Phil Foden for the off the field stuff. Like, he's, uh, <laughs> you know, he's a Manc product. So it's nice to have a player from the city, came through the youth ranks, was a ball boy, like literally six years ago. And I remember watching that match, that specific match. I didn't know he was a ball boy there. There's a picture of Stefan Jovetic, old striker. Who was supposed oh. to be a world beater, <laughs> and then, uh, anyways, like yeah, Phil Foden's in the back holding a ball, just chilling. That's cool, like to have a player that did that. Obviously, yeah. Joao Felix is better for sure. Not even a debate. But they're almost in, you know, the same category of up and coming. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's a whatever result. I wasn't really arsed about it. We did our thing. We didn't score, but fuck it. Uh, moving on to the next match, though, Liverpool. Curtis Jones. What a player, huh? Ah. Uh, he's turning out to be a decent player. I don't know if I'd say what a player, but nah, I'm he's not bad. He's not bad. Right. Liverpool gets a win over Ajax, who's a pretty good team. As depleted as they are. Ajax. Should be something that's celebrated as far as they go. Yeah. I didn't watch it. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect you to. And Marseille beats Olympiacos two to one. Again, one. Yeah. Uh Dimitri Payet gets his first goal in the Champions League. Yeah, two of them. Yeah. What well, to penalties, by the way. Uh, hey, Barty, Barty, Barty never got rated trophy Dimi, Dimitri Payet. Don't like him. Ah, uh, really? I've always been a big fan. Never of like him. Never I, like him. I like his trickery on the ball. Yeah, he's a prick too. Yeah. He, he took the easy way out, by the way. He should have stayed in the prem. Show us. Show us he can do it for more than a season. I wish he would have played at a better club. He was at West. And Ham. he's a ball hog. Jesus Christ. But fuck, fuck. He's, he's so elegant on the ball. He's 
prick. By the way, he's probably nudging us off of our... Ah, uh, here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Was he Zanzari? <laughs> Get out of here. You're like, fuck out of here. Uh, Leipzig beats Istanbul 4-3. Oh, that's food, yeah. Uh, Chelsea beats Sevilla 4-0. Oh, man. Surprising. That's, that's the one result. game I watched. Yeah. Olivier Giroud. Na, 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 na. Giroud. Arsenal Four goals, man. Wish they had him back. Fucking Arsenal. <laughs> Arsenal I know. Should have kept them. Should have kept them. Should have kept them, yeah. But anyways, a solid result for Chelsea. Surprising that they got a clean sheet on, on Sevilla. Four goals. Sevilla's one of the toughest teams to beat that bad. Yeah, because the they have sheet. pride. Like, they don't like to get scored on. Oh, they, yeah, they're pricks. They're, yeah, yeah. they're all assholes. There, there's like a... So, when they recruit players to Sevilla... The, they all take a like an evaluation test, and uh, right before you sign the contract, yeah, they they stand there. Obviously, they take your measurements and all that shit. But there's also a test where, like, would you save a kitten from a tree? Are you <laughs> are you taking the bag? Or are you you know defending your girl? Stuff like that. And they all add up to points, and um, it in Spanish it translates to hijo de puta. Hijo de puta. And if you and if you meet that score, Come they'll they'll sign you. Yeah, that's all bullshit. But no, I'm no, sure, you're, you're right. No, I'm sure there's something like that for that team. Yeah, they'll be a piece of shit to play. I mean, for that's Sevilla. where Ramos came from, no? Yeah, not exactly. much else to be said. He's an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Reguilon, yeah. bit of an asshole. Yeah, Everbanega, yeah. you, know, you know, without saying. Yeah, Rakitic. Yeah, Rakitic. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, Chelsea beats them four to zero, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Dortmund, Lazio, one to one. Dortmund's not really playing to their level anymore. Yeah, you know, uh, Haaland is going to be out for the month, which is a big blow for them. He's their best attacker. Yeah, and, and then the, the journalists try to frame it as, oh, he's going to be out for the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, it's it's like, it makes you sound bad. It makes it sound bad. It's, it's worse than it is, but at the same time, it's three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Barcelona, Fennec Barros. Barcelona wins 3-0. Yeah. We don't care about that. We don't care. Oh, but Juve wins 3-0. Ronaldo, what a go, right? Fucking hell. Well, Kiev is levels above fighting bottles, to be fair. Barely. <laughs> the, the notable match of the day was uh, PSG uh, beating Manchester United at home. Manchester United was better. They were a better team, but PSG was more clinical. Yeah. It was a good game. I, I, I quite enjoyed it, actually. And uh, It sucks yeah. that. I hate when red cards come into the game, man, but yeah, it was I hard. don't think it changed it all that much. It was towards the end of the match, last 20 minutes or so. But, uh, you know, Marquinhos, opportunistic asshole that he is, made it work. And uh, Neymar, skilled it up. Oh, two Neymar goals. was, yeah. Neymar, Neymar, was, Neymar was silly. Neymar was just, silly today. He's always good, man. And I, I like him even better than Mbappe at some moments, truthfully. Um, yeah, the two of the. They're both good, yeah. They're, they're two of the top 10 players of the world today. Yeah. So there's no real, like, you can't be wrong with either one. No, of course, of course. Yeah, I mean, good result for PSG, much needed. United is was hanging in but there. But that group is crazy. Yeah. All teams have nine points, right? Is it nine points? Let's look at, let's look at the table. Okay, so, no, I'm wrong. Top three teams, Leipzig, PSG, and Manchester United have three points. Istanbul's with three, they're out. There's no way they can advance. But there's there's a reality where PSG or Manchester United don't make uh, the round of sixteen and uh, they you know end up in Europa League. 
Uh, but yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Any it's thoughts? Crazy times. No, no. I mean, the group. A lot of groups are tough this year, man. I'll be honest, but I just I, the way things have gone. Yeah, and not every not team is at full head of steam, man. And I, I hate to keep using that everything, excuse. Everything is just bunched together. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just so many results or so many fixtures like aligned two, three days apart. Everyone's getting hurt. It's hard to 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 plan for a team when you only have a couple days notice after getting your ass whooped by Alavet. Yep. Anyway, uh, so that's the end of the podcast. I mean, do we have any parting thoughts? You know, I just. Uh, I just I don't feel right leaving the pod quite yet. We didn't we didn't touch on Cavani and his kind of cock oh, up. Oh, with oh the, yeah, we were just verbiage. talking about United. Yeah, United uh, with uh, Cavani <laughs> made some comments on Instagram. I think you're a little more well versed on that. Yeah, I, I guess a, a, um, it was the the game. I think it was the day they they won against Southampton. Yeah, that that was the game. Uh, the game they won against Southampton, um, one of uh, Cavani's friends shouted him out like, you know, hey, grande, you know, you know, basically hyping him up for the game winner. And then he's like, gracias, negrito. Yeah. That, that, uh, that, that took a lot of people the wrong way, man. Well, a lot of people as in the FA, the English FA. Well, yeah, that's one aspect. But they only they only knew about that because of the pressure of the people that were like, hey, that's a racial slur. As an Hispano hablante, a person that speaks Spanish, I can let you know. Uh, negrito is is a common term used in Spanish. In fact, the word negro describes the color black, and it's not seen in the same way that the word negro is seen in in English. Yeah. And so he used it as a term of endearment, uh, and in in and Lati- as a possible nickname. For yeah, him. nickname even. It right? is a nickname. And and there's there's a lot of proof of that not only in in sports but in music there's Osuna the reggaeton artist who's referred to as el negrito de ojos claros, meaning the the see it sounds bad when I say it in English but the the little black kid with green eyes. Oh, the, well, in Spanish it's more of dark kid. Dark kid. So if you have any sh- any like melanin in your skin in mm-hmm. Latin America. Spanish speaking America, yeah, they're gonna call you negrito, yeah, negro, negrito, whatever. morenito, moreno, yeah, yeah. and uh, so the, the, those aren't offensive to us. That those are just, I don't even want to say describers. They're obviously they are, but you know, if your eyes are squinty at all, they're gonna call you chinito. They don't say it in a racist tone. It's more, yeah, it's hard to describe, but it, it, it it's just the way that the languages, that the cultures are, right. And uh, honestly, I, I really wish that he didn't apologize for that. I really wish that he didn't take it back. Yeah, it's it's just it's a it's a stretch, man. I get it. Listen, there Social shouldn't justice, be uh-huh. yeah all that stuff. Like I get it. It shouldn't be said or anything. But man, it's just a different meaning in Spanish. And now, if you're gonna be sitting here and calling Cavani a racist, you're just all the way wrong. Yeah. I don't think he's that. He's just it's well, just if a anything. W- it like it makes you racist. Like. Uh, as if black is a bad thing. Yeah, that's my so point. So even if he was saying, like, hey, blacky. Yeah. Like, maybe that's just the way he speaks, and he's not even being racist. Like, yeah. for you to add that meaning to that word or, or to that nickname makes you a little makes you a little fucking racist, too. It yeah. is, man. That's the biggest problem with society. I remember this moment in, in college where this, uh, this kid's doing a presentation, and um, he's describing a certain group of people. He's like, the black community, and some chick gets... She's not even black. She gets hella offended. She's like, it's oh, always excuse me. That, it's always the people that don't represent that group right, that right. get offended for them. And the chick know? was like, excuse me, it's African-American. And it's like, I was like, 
you I was like, ah, this chick is tripping. So later, my homie, who's Nigerian, and this is a separate homie who was in the class as well. He's like, he explained it to her. He's like, just because you're you're black doesn't mean you're African-American. You can be black and you can be African from Africa like myself. And the fact that you think bl- the word black is offensive says a lot about you. Black, right, black right, is exactly. beautiful. Black is something you should I'm be saying. proud of. So to call somebody negrito or, you know, darker is not something that should be frowned upon. Yeah. And that was my thing. And I feel like the F.A. cocked it up there. Yeah. But I get it. They probably felt a lot of pressure. But I can assure you, know, you man, look, I, I, Cavani didn't mean it bad. Look, man, I'm a, I'm a dark-skinned Latin, like, Team Hispanic, dark skin. whatever, you know. Yeah. I got, I'm a Latin, I'm rich in Latin, you know, like. <laughs> so am I, yeah. So, you know, I've been called that as a, as a word of endearment, you know. Exactly, yeah. Uh, it doesn't offend me. And it's, and, and it's not used in an offensive way. So for me to see that is so frustrating. It's so annoying. Um, it, it shouldn't be a big deal, but Cavani's handed a three-match ban. That was excessive. By some group or somebody that has zero melanin. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't understand. They don't man. understand. There's no nuance. There's no understanding. They just automatically hand that ban mm-hmm. for three matches. Cavani's an important player, an expensive right. player. And for them to to just, you know, suspend it for three games is fucking stupid. Yeah, it's dumb, and it's it's bad because you know in reality he's he's in a good moment right now, and it it takes away from United's strive yeah. to to finish high on the table. And this is me saying that as a rival. Those are three. I, those are three games. Three important games. Yeah, I mean you get a, a three match suspension for a red card, a silly challenge. I'm okay with that, but for that, nah, man, yeah. I didn't like that. And you know, there's differences. I think what Bernardo said last season was even worse than what 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 uh what. Cavani said it was completely out of context and I feel bad for him but uh, that's my bit on it um, you know of course certain that's people crazy because Cavani doesn't even speak a lick of English yeah exactly <laughs> it's like nah it's, and like, it's a cultural are, thing for sure twist my shit up for sure yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways I don't know if you have any parting um, thoughts I don't have anything I can think about no I'm just looking forward to, the, to this week's matches as always yep yes sir it's going to be a good match week. We can't oh, wait yeah. to get back to oh, all you yeah. guys. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. Take it easy. Episode 24. We'll be back with the quarter century next week. You already know. Yes, sir. Cheers, We're going to uh, try to have some guests on. Follow Henry and yep. Henry 2 Live. Yes, sir. And Henry the Eighth on, uh, on, on IG. On IG. Yes, sir. And uh, that's about it. Take it easy, everybody. Dale Costa. Mm-hmm.